You better get behind the Marlins, mister. Of course I will. Once I get some money. Yeah. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. George is out to talk to Neil. Dial 5670 in Day and Brown. In other counties, call toll free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 under AT&T. Too much drugs, too many wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Grab my junior, honey. Welcome to the Beth and Beyond. Can I help you, sir? Yeah, I'm local yokel showbiz attorney and frustrated radio host Norma Can. Okay. They call me Norma the Plumber because I specialize in flushing promising careers down the turley. Okay. After a long, hard day of scratching my BBs, I need to relax. Okay. I'm interested here in these uh, hammocks you have on display. Well, this one over here is our lazy bath. Man model. We call it the Sidewinder. Looks comfy. Mind if I try it? Go right ahead. <sighs> this is nice. It's a little too swingy. <laughs> Two at five sixty WQM. Happy uh, Tuesday, July twenty tooth. George is out sick today. Now you must know something about it. Um, I know that at about uh, seven forty five, I got a text that said, "I'm not there today." Zach will be. And that's it. See. We want some details. We want to find out just uh, you know whether he's dying over there or what the deal. And he better be here tomorrow because I won't. That's okay. Zach and I already talked about it. We can do the show if needed. Okay. Good. Have a good time. In fact, why not give it? I got a good idea because George will probably be out sick again tomorrow. Why don't you guys give it like a uh, dry run today? No. We'll have a post-show meeting to, you know. Last Thursday, I do the show 6 p.m. My BlackBerry goes off. I get an email on my BlackBerry from Jolly Joe Bell that says, Hope you're enjoying the summer schedule. George is doing a nice job in your days off. Talk to you soon, Joe Bell. Oh, my God. You could have knocked me over with a with a feather duster. Joe Bell, my ass. So you haven't talked like to him that? since? What? You haven't talked to him since? I well, you finally, guys... I get a response to the professor who's been AWOL all the time. How are you going to do the show without George? <laughs> oh, what a jerk. I thought he died or something. I thought, uh, I don't know. Well, it's nice to know you're alive, Professor. That's good. Yeah, how am I going to do the show without George? Because George, I'm hearing, is the best. Isn't that what the uh, scuttlebutt is? Yeah. And by the way, it's good that we have Zach with us today, because I'm going to rip you such an ass for being such a wuss, man. Who, me? Sucking along there with D.A., who's got that point. Oh, oh. You know, I got a chance to hear a lot of the show this morning, because uh, George is out sick, and Chris didn't come in until uh, got on like 9.18. That wasn't my choice, though. 
Oh, Jesus, God, you are so defensive. (laughs) There was a lot of wrecks out there on the road. It took him like 80 hours to get to work, and I'm not blaming him, although he's an idiot. Well, I am, but what can I say? But anyhow, and so I got a chance to hear a lot of all that. The Marlins, nobody goes to the Marlins. And I have never heard so much inanity, both from the host, who, you know, Johnny, come lately, you'd think maybe, D.A., you'd keep your mouth shut because you don't know what you're talking about. Been in town for a few months, and right away he's an expert on why. It's the media's fault. It's the Herald's fault. If we just stopped talking about the fact that nobody goes to the Marlin games, more people would go. Uh, uh-huh. You want to explain that to me? I said regardless, media or not, no one's going to go to these games until the end of the season. Well, let me say it again. This is not a sports town. It never has been and it never will be. It's a football town, period. And it's a NFL football town. Well, that was the point when, I made. When the Hurricanes are playing one of their little girls' schools, usually they get like 15,000 people in the Orange Bowl when they were playing there. Well, they're going to play Charleston whatever on their first game on a Thursday night. They're going to get more fans for that game than the Marlins will get in any I heard you say that a hundred times this morning. Are you yeah. going to just repeat your performance from this morning? Absolutely. I sure hope not. Absolutely. I sure hope not, because it was weak. Weak. It's the Herald's fault. It's somebody else. And, and Jesus, God, and, and these callers, my God, you think our calls are bad? At least some of them occasionally might be amusing. They're so bad that they're funny sometimes. They're camp. That have sent some of you people to camp. The excuses that I heard from some of these callers, oh, well, you know, people don't think that they're going to make it. That's good. That, that's a good one. That may be the best one of all time. They're, they're a game out of first place, but people think that they're not going to make the playoffs. We have psychic fans. What we have are people who make excuses. And this crap about, well, the TV ratings are pretty good. Sure, anybody can sit on their fat ass at home and watch for free on TV. Does that make it a sports town? No. No, it never has been. How about the Panthers' attendance? How about the Heat' attendance? And even the people who do show up are busy wandering around schmoozing in the hallway while the game is going on. I mean, I realize it's a sports station, so, you know, the, the people on the station have got to try to convince everybody, including themselves, that this is a sports town. It never has been, and it never will be. And as far as the Marlins and the organization, I just got this email right before the show this morning. You want to hear it about the Marlins? Yes, please. From a friend of mine who goes to the games, who tries to help them out, just thought I'd pass along this annoying experience last night. He says, I decided to go to the Marlins game and took the cowbell that they gave us as a giveaway on June 7th to the game. The security people told me I had to take it all the way back to the car if I wanted to see the game. I asked to speak to a supervisor who told me the same thing. I asked why I'm not allowed to bring something to the game that they gave to me, and the only response was, we give away a lot of things you're not able to bring to the games. I was so aggravated and left the game in the fourth inning. I emailed their public relations for an explanation and, of course, no response. A great way to treat people when you're dead last in attendance, is it not? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It sure is. The freaking Marlins. I think Professor's got a good point. How are we going to do the show without George? Because he's been just smoking this summer. Of course, he's always smoking. Maybe that's why he's out sick today. I'm here. Don't worry. We got Zach today, man. What a big improvement over little George. I mean... No, seriously, your performance this morning was uh, an embarrassment to me. How was that? I said My it was a car football got towed this morning because I didn't put the parking decal in the new apartment. <laughs> oh, the professor, my aunt, the nutty professor, his car got towed. And I'm laughing. That's bad. I should, I should, man, put the decal on, you idiot dummy. That's funny. Yeah, maybe if they just, you know, a bad location for the stadium, of course. It's right at the county line. You drive in right off the turnpike. 
So, yeah, and these people, well, it's in a bad location, and uh, yada, yada, and it's not next door to my house, and nobody cares, okay? Don't you understand? And this crap that DA is peddling about, well, if the media would stop talking about it, uh, because it's like a, a pack psychology, you know? If we know that there's nobody there, then nobody else is going to want to go. But if we thought that there's a whole bunch of people there and we believe those lies that they make up for attendance figures in the newspaper, in the box score, if we believe a lot of people are going, then we'll all go. Anybody buying that? No. Only a moron would buy that. Only an idiot would say it. Here's the schedule. Speaking of idiots, we got the jerk show at 2 this afternoon, Mad Dog 4 to 6.50. We got first bitch with Jesse Agler, 6.50 to 7, then Dolphins tonight, 7 o'clock, when everybody, everybody turns off their radio. Then 8 to 11, Curtis for DA, who's filling in for uh, Little Dog this week, who's on vacation. You think it's the Herald's fault, Zach, that people don't go to the Marlin games? No. And you know how much I hate the Herald. I, I like poison. I think you're right on the money that this is not... A sports town. It's never going to be. It's a football town. In addition to which, how many people are there in the summertime? How come nobody ever talks about that except me? There's nobody there in the summertime. Everybody bails out. It's 100 degrees in the shade. And with or without a dome, stadium, or all this other crap that they're using public money against the public's will to build for them, people still aren't going to go. There's there's minimal interest, number one. And number two, there's nobody around in the summertime. Am I right? Yes, all the smart people leave. Right. So you can keep trying to force feed it all you want, DA, and maybe you think that's going to lift your oh, point oh. at night, but I don't think so. Do a little homework. Find out that even, and, and, and the economy is bad. That's a good one. How about when the economy was good? Were people showing up? No. no. They still couldn't draw flies to a Schmidt pile. If they poured 400 pounds of elephant crap on every base, they still couldn't draw flies to it. How do you like that? Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. And then, of course, the public relations. We give you a cowbell or some other tchotchke, to, uh, you know, and you bring it to the game to try to be a little, you know, make a little noise, uh, create a little enthusiasm. Oh, you can't bring that in here. You've got to take that back to the car. We're going to kick you out. How do you like that? That's stupid. I'd take the cowbell and tell them to stick it up their ass is what I would do. David Sampson, of course, he'd probably like it. Yeah, be careful. Hey, David. You fairy. You simpleton. Here's the poll that George took yesterday. What What do you wish was still in fashion? 555 votes. Boy, that's your week. Hot pants, 121. Responsible parents, 71. Personal responsibilities, 54. Wife beating, 42. Natural breasts, 41. Men wearing swords, 35. <laughs> what is that all about? He Men likes swords. What? He likes swords. Who, George? Yeah. He likes swords? I bet he's got a lot of them after all the screwing around he's doing. Female pubic hair, 31. Human sacrifice, 29. Corsets, 22. Tie-dye, 19. Dueling, 19. Oh, there you go. Dueling and the men with swords. Streaking, 16. Top hats, 14. Zubas, 11. Rick Riley was obsessed with Zubas pants. Fedora, 6. Polyester, 5. Suspenders, 5. Stockings, 4. Bow ties four. Arranged marriages three. Spats one. Jumpers one. What's a jumper? It's like a um, a women's thing that was, I guess, big in the eighties. That you uh, like her jumper? Yeah, exactly. Uh, platform shoes one. And bobby socks none. Nobody likes poor bobby socks. Wait till we get to Charlie Beast pull that I used for today, man. It's got seven thousand choices on it. It's not good, but it'll take a long time to read, so it makes it really good. All right. So whose fault is it that nobody wants to go see the Marlins? Is it the Herald's fault? Maybe the dog done it. Somebody's fault. 
Must be QAM's fault because we don't talk enough about how great it is to go see the Marlins. In spite of the fact that they hate us like poison, Joe Rose is always on there sucking their ass when he's not ripping Larry and the Beanstalk or whatever he's talking about. Oh, we know the Marlins. They're so good, the Marlins. Nobody cares. You can't force feed something to people that don't like it. Well, I know Zach tries to get uh, some Marlins players on, but, well, you know. That doesn't they work. don't want nothing to yeah. do with us. No, exactly. nothing. nothing. Well, there you go again. We're trying to give them free publicity. They don't want it. We try. I so try. the fact that they're last in attendance by a wide margin, by the way, and if you really believe that 15,000 some odd figure, that's just tickets uh, given away and distributed and sold and found on the, the toilet seat. That game on Sunday, I watched about two minutes of it, the most important game of the season against the Phillies, okay? Middle of the game, I turn it on, and, they, and, and amazingly, I can't believe it was the Marlin telecast, too. And by the way, that Rich Waltz, he is so freaking bad. It's, he sounds like a 10-year-old kid. Awful. Awful. And they, they pan back, and they show you the stadium, and there are these huge chunks of empty orange seats. Now, wouldn't you think that if any game would sell out all year long, that would be one of them? Yeah, that was a huge game. You're right. The game of the season, am I right? Yes, I don't pay any attention to it, but even I know that. Even an old faggot like me knows that. And there's nobody there. Sports town, my ass. I'm Pit God. I'm going to see Batman for the dead guy. Did you steal him from the morgue? I want to see that broke back man. He's the dead guy. Why's the dead guy wearing my suit? I know it's so messed up. My reason why. He's dead. Hey, hey, to watch the dead guy. Watch the dead guy. Watch the dead guy. I'm dying over here. Ledger is so rad. He's the dead guy. Definitely dead. I guess I should be so sad for the dead guy. Dead people should be dead. But he'll get that Oscar, man. And you know why. He's already dead. Hey, hey, because he's the dead guy. He's the dead guy. He's the dead guy. So you went with George to see that movie? Yep. What kind of deal is that? You think George getting pretty chummy these days or what? Well, we got to uh, have something to talk about on the show, so. It was me, George, his daughter, Steph from Engineering, and uh, one of George's friends. George has a friend? Yes. Neil? Yes. Oh, my God. Woo! You fairy! Okay, here's the poll we got going today. We got 556 votes already. What did you have yesterday? 555? Well, what time did you switch it? Yesterday, uh, I don't know, afternoon, evening, 6, 7. So it was on there for... A while. Well, we put it on about 9.30, so... Oh, uh, excuses again, like with the Marlins, hey, excuses. Everybody in South has got excuses, okay? Nobody can deliver. Everybody's got excuses. That's what we're good for. Nothing. Or excuses. Good for nothing. You just dummy up until somebody taps you on the shoulder. No, come on. No, seriously, <laughs> why were you agreeing with him this morning? Why, why did you go along with that swill that he was peddling? Well, what he asked me was, why or when do I think the fans would get there? And I said, not till the end of the season, not till they're in contention. Like the two years that they won the World Series, is right. Yeah, they showed up the last week when, when they were close to the playoffs or in the playoffs already, and that was it. And Listen, anybody can be a front-running phony, like the year, the year of the rat with the Panthers. Oh, we love the Panthers. They are so... You couldn't, you couldn't find fans at a Panther game with a search party, okay, and a telescope. And that's the point I was trying to make, that, that they'll get 50,000 people out for a U.M., Charleston Southern game right. on a Thursday because it's night. Football, that's right. Yeah, but but three games against the Braves in the middle of the week, they won't get fifty thousand. How many? Combined. How many were there last night? 
They probably had about 15,000 tickets sold. How many showed up? What did it look like? About 30. 30 people? Sure. About 30, man. And there's no point in, in chastising the fans. That I say the fans. The, the public, they don't care. You can't make people people care about something they don't, don't care about. They're even uh, the headline on um, ESPN. What do you mean? Like when you go to ESPN.com, yeah. the picture that's on, like, you know, the first picture right there, it's the Marlins. Attendance, 14155 Woo! That's tickets sold. Yeah, exactly. So that, if it says 14, that means there were like maybe five, 6,000 people there. More than likely, yes. It's the middle of the summer. It's the 22nd of July. Don't you understand? Even if there were people who cared a lot of them, which there aren't, not care enough to go and spend the money and go uh, schlep there, uh, there's nobody there. There's not some big mystery here. It's not a sports town, number one, the uh, time of the year. You know, every, for people to show up to any kind of event in South Florida, all the stars have to be in the right alignment. Everything's got to be just right. Otherwise, forget about it. Otherwise, we've got a thousand excuses. It's the land of a million excuses. What was that song by the Little Cannibals? Land of a th uh, What was it? Land of Confusion? I don't know. Something like land that. of confusion. The land of 10,000 uh, douches. Oh, I can't say that. I no. almost said uh, something. Yeah, that would be bad. Douches. I can say douches. Oh, and by the way, the big story, of course, isn't uh, Jason Taylor. That's only for sports nerds. Nobody cares. Go back to dancing with the stars, Jason. Go back and dance with the stars. <clears throat> God, what a one-dimensional town. Boring. The big story is that the um, Philadelphia Appeals Court threw out that indecency fine on uh, Janet Jackson and her... Wardrobe malfunction. That that was the thing that started all this crap that we've been going through for several years now. Yes, which is why I can't do my show anymore and why e even on cable channels they bleep out words now. Which really offends me. Well, I've seen it both ways. I've seen where they bleep stuff out and then I've seen some shows where they just let like a-hole and other stuff go. Yeah, well, we've got some of those shows where we let a-holes go. we got the jerk show at 2 this afternoon, for example. Okay, here's the uh, poll. What was the best TV spinoff of all time? And pardon me if it takes till midnight to read this whole thing. Charlie B. just got... I, he must have done a lot of research on this baby. The best TV spinoff of all time. He's only got like 7,000 choices on here. The Simpsons from the Tracy Ullman Show, 139. The Honeymooners from the Jackie Gleason Show, 76. Fraser from Chia's, 62. I voted for the Jeffersons from All in the Family, 39. Don't you just love the Jeffersons? Of course. Moving on up. Well, gotta gotta move up, not down. There you go. See, I told you it was catchy. It sucks. Catchy. Worst thing. Sucks. It's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in your life. No, I've done a lot worse. No, not on the air. That's a good point. Happy days from Love American Style twenty six. Boston Legal from the Practice sixteen. The Andy Griffith Show from Make Room for Daddy with Dan uh, Danny Thomas fifteen. You know Danny Thomas was lesbianese. Really? Any of the Law and Orders that spun off from the original fifteen. Well, whatever that means. Mork and Mindy from Happy Days 11. Gomer Pyle, USMC from Andy Griffith, 010. NCIS from JAG, 9. Xena Warrior Princess from Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, 9. Laverne and Squirrely from Happy Days, 7. Knott's Landy from Dallas, 6. I never knew that. Knott's Landy was a spinoff? I didn't. <coughs> Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 6. Maud from All in the Family, 6. What a bad show. She just she just offends me as a human being. B. Arthur. Isn't she offensive? Yes. Wasn't she in Golden Girls? Yeah. yeah. She's almost as offensive as the nanny, Fran Drescher, but not quite. 
Emergency from Adam 12, 5. One Adam 12, one Adam 12. What was that uh, guy's name that was the cop on Adam 12? He was... You're asking us? Why is that? We Before weren't alive when that was on Or is it because it's a guy? Is that it? It's a no, guy thing? It's because we weren't even alive when that show was on the air. Adam 12 from Dragnet 5. CSI Miami from CSI Crime Scene Investigation 5. Melrose Place from Beverly Hills 902-1056784. Daria from Beavis and Butthead 3. Never heard of it. You ever hear of it? No. Facts of Life from Different Strokes 3. Mama's Family. I, I can't read all of these. My God, there's 4,000 names on this pool. Let's I read. can read it like maybe once or twice. Can I do it now? Once or twice an hour. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then see ya. Bye. It'll be 2 o'clock by the time you Oh, let's it. say see you to this caller. Oh, he's not even there now. It was on line 9, so I knew exactly what He was listening was. to the poll. What do you expect? Boca says Martin Milner. Martin Milner. He was, no, 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 not Martin Milner, the other one. Martin Milner is ugly. I know who that is. The good-looking kid that was on Adam 12. Get with it, chicken neck, you idiot. Mama's Family from The Carol Burnett Show 3. Benson from Soap 3. Lou Grant from The Mary Tyler Moore Show 3. The Ropers from Three's Company, two votes. The Parkers from Moesha, two. Moesha, that's one of my favorite names. Hey, Moesha. Rhoda from The Mary Tyler Moore Show 2. Archie Bunker's Place from All in the Family 2. One vote for each of these. Bionic Kent Woman. What? Kent, Kent McCord. McCord. That was him. He was hot. Um, Bionic Woman, Family Matters, Trapper John M.D., Joni Loves Chachi, Joey, CSI New York, A Different World, Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo, Fish, Phyllis, Father Murphy, Mayberry RFD, and Good Times. Each had one. And no votes yet for SWAT, Diagnosis Murder, Jake and the Fat Man, The Hills, Young Hercules, Dirty Sally, Private Practice, Empty Nest, The Colbys, Barnaby Jones, Always Gets His Man, Barnaby Jones. Ponderosa and Baywatch Nights. Wow, what a list of 80 million names on there. Got a book, uh, whatever your name is, Charlie B. He's doing it. So how are we going to get people out to see the Marlins? Let's have a Neil Rogers night out there. Yeah, oh, and then that guy that called in about Pharrell. Let me tell you something about Pharrell and the Marlins. Pharrell was all about one thing. You know what that was? Himself. Mm -hmm. All he did, come see me at the Marlin game. Come see me. Bring some hot chicks so I can get laid. Come on. This crap. I mean, these people that make up this garbage, how he was this great promoter for the Marlins about the players and the stats and all this other bull crap. And the, and the problems that he created out there, by the way, which never got on the air, and I guess I can't talk about now either, but uh, we almost had murder going on. There was such uh, insanity going on out there at the games. Am I right? Yes. You know about it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy person. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that, that would put the Marlins over the top. Everybody will go out to see the Marlins if Pharrell is there. We would give out 500 tickets at a time. Uh-huh. And people will be lined up outside the station. Our poor intern had to write down all the names, numbers, and addresses of each person. I have to go see the Marlins to go see him. Yeah, Pharrell, we'd have a whole section. They'd give us a whole section up top. 27 past 10 at 560 WQAM. Whoever told you that you could work with men, what you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. You fairy. Is credit card debt ruining your life? Do you fear answering the phone because of relentless bill collectors? Is the IRS threatening to garnish your wages? Does that mean the same thing as garnishing your dinner plate with parsley? 
Did you ever wonder what turns white potato salad yellow? And why anyone would put yellow potato salad in their mouth? Why is it Vito Scotty never appeared on a single episode of Lost? Is that because he's dead? Is there life after death? Do you think Dick Martin and Dan Rowan are hosting a swing and laughing party up in the sky? Are you too young to understand the last question? Would that make you a latchkey child? Did you see Idol last night? Did that put any money in your pocket? Was Charlie Tuna suicidal? Do you really care about celebrity-based news cycle crap? Was uh-huh. real news canceled? Is this bit going on too long? Yes. Can you break a 20? 1033, 27 before 11 at 560 WQM. George is out sick today. He's not with us, but he'll be on tomorrow doing the show. Or uh, it'll be Zach and Chris. Oh, yeah. And they can they can promote the Marlins the whole show tomorrow. Maybe you can give away some tickets. What do you think? We'll have, a bunch, we'll have a bunch of players on. No, you won't. Yeah, well, maybe won't. they'll come on this show. Doubt I it. sure doubt it. I doubt it. Why do you say that? Oh, because you're on QAM. I'm on QAM and yeah. an old fairy. Is that it? Yeah, maybe. We should get some players have to on with it. I bet you there's some young fairies playing in the uh, major leagues. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Some Never. young queens. Oh, yeah. Lots of queens, baby. I don't see any calls on the board here. What's going on? Uh, we're, we want to get you all whipped up about the Marlins, man. How come you people won't go to see the Marlins? I mean, you talk about beating a dead horse. That would be like saying to me, how come you don't want to uh, hang out at the fish market? Can't stand fish. I can't stand the... You know, if you go to the supermarket once in a while, you you get back where the fish are, you know? Stinks. And it stinks like the end of the world. The only time like it the, should stink is if the, they're not getting rid of old fish. Well, there's nothing worse than old fish, believe me. <laughs> oh, woo, what a smell. And you think I'm going to eat that? You're crazy. So no matter how you package it, no matter how you present it, no matter uh, what, uh, oh, we're going to give you a free cowbell, but there'll be fish you buy. I'm not. I don't want to. Okay? I don't want to get near it. And it's the same with the Marlins. WQAM, Marlin Central, hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay. It was Kent McCord, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what the, we just said a little while ago, yeah. Oh, God, I was upside down. I didn't hear you. I believe that. Well, never mind. You go see the Marlins? The who? <laughs> right. I kind of answers it right there. Hey, exactly. This radio station, man, we got people on here trying to... Oh, but it's really great. You've got to go see. They're almost in first place. They're exciting. And Dan Ugly is really uh, Yugla. And, uh... Whatever. Nobody cares. Get over it. Nobody cares. They're not going to care. They didn't care what we had to get. Oh, and let me tell you another thing about sports in general. You know what does generate some excitement and, and occasionally gets people to actually go out and, and participate and buy tickets and see the teams? What's that? Exciting sportscasters. Like Harry Carey in Chicago. Am I right? Yes, that helped. He made me a Cubs fan at a time when I couldn't give a flying crap less about baseball. And I got into it big time. I was watching every game. And went to some games in Chicago. Because of Harry. In South Florida, on the other hand, we've got sportscasters who are so boring that they could put you into a coma. The most exciting game in the history of whatever the sport might be. They could put you into a freaking coma. Dave Van Boring. Boring is his name. I don't know about the new guy that uh, that, 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 that replaced Foxy Roxy. 
Do we know his name? I don't even know. I don't even name. know his name. I don't know about him. He's okay. I do know about the, the Dolphins man and Jimmy Syphilis. Oh, my God. He's great. What? Huh? Are you sucking up now or what? Would I ever do that? That wasn't me. Yes. I'm sure as hell wasn't Zach that said that. Yeah, it was. He was throwing his voice. Mm-hmm. And who else we got doing uh, sports? Oh, we did have Dave Halberstam doing the heat, and he was too good, so they, they made up some uh, trumped-up uh, racial thing and fired his ass. We got Joe Zagaki. And we got Joe Zagaki. There's a classic case in point. One of the all-time worst. One of the all-time worst. Nice guy, but on the air, all I can say about him is... Oh, my! Right. Oh, my! Are we, are we talking about color commentators or just the play-by-play? Uh, -play? They're one. Because we got Josh Darrow doing color for basketball. Yeah, well, like I said... Like I said, another overgrown, Rose overgrown child. What? Mandich and Rose on color. Mandich is great. I haven't heard Joe do color on the Dolphins. Cause I oh, they're great it. together. Well, I'm sure they are. I don't doubt that. We're talking about play-by-play -play guys. Color guys don't, with the exception of, what's his name in Pittsburgh who just croaked? What was his name? Myron Cope. Myron Cope. Oh, with wow. With the exception of him, color guys don't uh, generally uh, get people all whipped up to come out to the game. Mandich does. Mandich does. Generally, they don't. You're right. It's the play-by-play -play guy, the guy that paints the picture on the radio or, or a company. And Rich Waltz, like I said before, and you people, I don't know what it is. He, he must have naked pictures or something. Because this kid is so weak, so terrible, awful, awful. And, and, and nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody, oh, he's just a fine broadcaster. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, right. Should live so long. We used to have a true professional down here, remember? A couple of years Rick, back. Rick Weaver. And? He painted a good picture. Mo? That's right. Just had the, the wrong problem is he was but... calling the wrong players on the wrong teams. Half exactly. Half yes. <laughs> had no idea what was going on anymore. Well, that happens to the worst of them. You know, when they get to be over 90. WQAM, hello. Neil. There goes Zach again with a cheap shot at Mo. Yes, sir. I am a Marlins fan, and I do go to games, but I couldn't agree with you more about the radio guys. They don't even have a color guy. They have two play-by-play -play guys that take turns. Right. I've never heard anything like that before. It's so ridiculous. One guy does one inning, then the other guy does the other inning. What's the well, point? Just have one don't, guy. Don't bring your cowbell to the game. They'll kick your ass out, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's going to do that? All five people that are there? No, the, the management, the uh, Marlins management. Well, if David Sampson would like to come personally kick me out, I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. He might like you. Okay, good luck to you, Pally. Okay, there, there is a Marlin fan. We got one. All right, we love the Marlins. They're almost in first place. Come on, let's hear it. Let's get with it. Get with the program. I think we have many uh, Marlins calls on our show now that they had in the morning. Well, that, that was their only topic that I heard them talking about the whole time I was here. I, I, start, I started and I got sidetracked telling the story of how I got to hear so much of that the DA for a Little Dog show this morning. Somebody better sit that boy down and clue him into what this town is all about. You'd think he'd been here long enough by now to figure it out. If he wants to improve on that oh, point, oh, he's got on a show there at night. He better open up a mouth and start instead of like being mealy mouth, you know. Oh, gee, if the media would stop picking on the Marlins and the fans for not showing up, then maybe some people would actually go. Maybe you can explain that one to me, Zach, since you were in there sucking up to him this morning. Maybe you can explain it. I wasn't sucking up. I was ahead. You weren't. I was you were saying, yeah, it's the Herald's fault. I, All those empty seats, it's the Herald's fault. It's, it's nobody's fault in general.
It's the fact that nobody likes baseball down here. Nobody likes hockey down here. There's so limited amount of people. That yeah, well, how about there. the year of the rat, man? Front-running phonies. That's Everybody what it is. Their brother had the Panther things on their car, and they were throwing the rats at each other, and they were, like, eating rats. and uh, Unbelievable. But it happened with the Heat, too. There's a lot of people. Right. That's right. Front-running phonies. Yeah. Well, that's not a sports town. Anybody can jump on the freaking Glen Wagon. Here's Make believe, Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm the fourth leader. Push on the floor while it's free. No. The Marlins now we're playing. It's time to change the station. Turn it off and turn on your iPod. Absolutely. Some stupid sport host slobs don't care about their jobs. Are killing off the audience as ratings drop. I want a baseball. Back to break some kneecaps, cut your baseball. Right here, you homo sports fans. It's UAM's bag and sport whole way. Of hockey movies in the listeners' face. Take your baseballs. Shove them up your ass. Crack them. Oh, we're fine. They don't care if they dish you. They program for their sisters with their nose embedded deeply in jock straps. They kiss each other's thighs while ogling sporthole dies. And murdering the audience for only what they like is Marlins Baseball. They're raping all our numbers, Marlins Baseball. You can't get any dumber. The management here don't give a crap what you think. They're busy dreaming about an athlete's pink. Speaking baseball, with all the sports crap, it'd be a baseball. Max, a sport hole ass. 10.46 at 5.60 WQM. Marlins and the Braves tonight at the stadium. Any interest? No. Big game. Anybody going? No. Oh. Don't take your cowbell, by the way. They'll send you back to your car. What a disgrace. The Marlins win the World Series. That, that had to be one of the worst calls in the history of sportscasting, Dave Van Boring. It was We've got bad. it in there somewhere, don't we? Oh, it was pretty bad, yeah. I mean, you would have thought that somebody maybe just farted, you know, and, and not even like an exciting fart, not something like, you know, just, uh, oh, somebody just farted like that. Nothing more exciting than that. In fact, I've smelled lots of farts that were more exciting and more uh, dangerous than his call on that uh, winning the World Series. Oh, yeah. Dave Van Boring. And you people that are running to see that Batman movie, Batman star Christian Bale has been arrested on allegations of assault, British police said today. How do you like that? Assault. You going to bail him out, Chris, since uh, you like the movie no. so much? No. he's got Since money. you're such a big fan of that movie? Hey, it's a great movie. What can I say? British media early reported that Bale's mother and sister complained they were assaulted by the 34-year-old actor at the Dorchester Hotel in London Sunday night, a day before the European premiere of The Dark Knight. The women made the allegation at a local police station in southern England on Monday, the Press Association news agency said. It said the allegation was then passed on to the Metropolitan Police in London. Asked whether Bale had been questioned, a police spokeswoman didn't refer to him by name, but said a 34-year-old man attended the Central London Police Station this morning by appointment and was arrested in connection with an allegation of assault. The spokeswoman spoke anonymously in line with police policy and refused to go into more detail. British police do not name suspects before they're formally charged. U.S.-based representatives for Bale didn't immediately return messages seeking comment. Phone calls to Bale's London representatives were not answered. 
The Sun newspaper said police didn't question the actor yesterday because they didn't want to interfere with the premiere of the movie. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? God they didn't forbid. question him yesterday because they didn't want to interfere with the premiere of the movie. Well, that was nice of them. Yeah, so if you're going to be in a movie, kill somebody the day before the movie comes out, and they won't talk to you about it. That's good to know. Wales-born Bill first made a splash as the child star of Steven Spielberg's Empire of the Sun in 87. His screen credits also include American Psycho, The Machinist, and Batman Begins. In The Dark Knight, Bale reprises the role of wealthy playboy Bruce Wayne and his crime-fighting alter-ego Batman. Now, is Robin in this movie at all or not? Thankfully, no. Well, now, why do you say that? Because oh, well, the Robins that I've seen all were bad. Are you knocking Burt Ward? Yes. And those green tights? What, uh -huh. what do you mean by that? What was wrong they, with Robin? They were just the... whatever. They didn't really add anything to it. Are you crazy? Probably. What you know about Batman, you could stick in a thimble and have room for your gigantic, humongous ass left over. Well, I, I, again, I only saw uh, reruns a couple times of the old Batman shows. Yeah. It was okay. It was camping. It was great. It was fun. Well, this that new Batman, Batman is nothing like Batman the old Batman. Batman and Robin, by the way. Not just Batman. Batman and Robin. Batman Batman without Robin is like Pesach without wine, okay? Huh? Zach knows what I'm talking about, whatever his name is. Or Matzah, yeah. Right, that's right. Pesach without Matzah, how the hell do you do that? Well, that's Batman yeah. without Robin. The film, which stars the late Heath Ledger as Batman's nemesis, the Joker, took in a record $158.5 million at the box office its opening in the U.S. last week. Opening weekend. $158 million. Because people like Chris and George had to go schlepping out there. Oh, we went and saw Batman together, so we have something to talk about. He also saw There Will Be Blood this last weekend, which... I guess he's, uh, that, that's why he called in sick today. Maybe that's why. Because he saw it. He's movied out. Now, to show you what kind of a guy I am to, to, and give it a chance, I actually went out and spent my own hard-earned money and bought a DVD. Oh, my God. Which there one? will be blood. And also bought Before the, uh, the Devil Knows You're Dead. Now, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead is great. I give it, like, on a, a scale of three, I give it ten. It's great. Excellent. The only thing is, at the end, now George is always bitching about movies that don't have an end. At the end, there are too many questions. I think there is going to be a sequel. There, there was something, I don't know. When you, when you Google some of these things, you get, like, very vague. Uh, you don't get specifics. But I think that they're already in the works as a sequel for that, which is a movie dying, begging for a sequel before the devil knows you're dead. On the other hand, there will be a blood. Now, did you see it, Zach? No. No, don't. No. There's one word. Scrape away all the verbiage I gave it last week. There's one word to describe it. Boring. I mean, terminal, ponderous, boring. It just goes on and on. And not much is happening. Not much is happening. Until he beats the preacher, uh, Eli, with a bowling pin and smashes his head. I'm finished. I'm finished. Well, that's fun. Well, that's the end of the movie. Oh, that's not a bad ending. Yeah. I'm finished. And I'm, th I'm thinking to myself, gee, I wish you'd have been finished about two hours ago with this crap. God, it is so How long bad. was it? Two hours and 38 minutes. Seemed like a seemed like a month. Because nothing happens. There's no action. And the dramatic music, you'd think there was a lot going on on the screen if you just listened to the music. There's nothing happening. You know, they're riding their horses through the uh, Ponderosa there and whatever, and, and he's drilling for oil, and the oil is gushing up, and uh, the kid gets hurt and uh, loses his hearing, and he puts the kid on the train and abandons his son. The bastard in a basket 
as he calls him at the end of the movie, we find out it wasn't really his kid anyway. Every time somebody asks him, are you married? Oh, well, for the first, in the beginning, he says his wife died at childbirth. But then later on in the movie, he just pretends he didn't hear it. I think maybe he's gay, although he's very macho, you know, maybe like Raymond Burr. Although that would upset. He's very upset when he hears that macho guys are homeless. Oh, yeah. Be careful. He gets really nervous about that. WQAM, hello. Marlin Central, hello. Hey. No? Yes. Oh, the phony accent again. I guess a good time. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Hey, by the way, the only way we're going to get a real broadcaster doing play-by-play in this market, you go back and doing Hurricanes baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? No. no. Come on, you and the guy. Quit kissing my ass and say something already, will you? No, that would be a great team. You it is so boring here in this, okay? Oh, that would really be great. You do the Marlins. Yeah, or the yeah, Canes. Get out of here. You and Zagaki with the Canes? That'd be yeah, great. me and Zagaki. I can just hear that right now. Oh, the, the Marlins, the, the Canes, the Canes. He is, he's so awful that it's, uh, he's not as bad as Rich Waltz, so I'll give him that. Nobody is. Now, and neither one of you have any comment about that. You certainly heard his work on TV. Waltz? Rich Waltz, yeah. Yes. He's nothing special, nothing, you know. No, no, don't give me that. He's nothing special. That's not a, that's not a, an, an analyzation, okay? That's not an opinion. He's nothing special. He doesn't he inspire you to keep watching. He what? He does not inspire you to keep watching. Does he inspire you to go to a game? No, not at all. Does he create an atmosphere of excitement? No. He's no Joe Angel. Joe Angel was good. That's why he got canned. He got canned because his, your, your good buddy Dave O'Brien sent him up to get canned, and then he flew, he flew the coop. I don't hear him anymore, by the way. Is he still on, Dave O'Brien? He's still on ESPN, I think. I don't watch much baseball, but, I mean, I, don't, I flip around. I hear the books through there in Atlanta. <clears throat> now, how come? Here's what I don't understand about him. And to each its own, you know. Lifelong Mets fan, am I right, the Booster? Yes, I believe they so. They offered him the job as play-by-play voice of the Mets. New York, top market in the universe. He turned it down. Yes. He takes the job with the Braves. Does that make any sense to you? I think he took that job with the Braves because it allowed him to still do stuff across the street on the radio. That's why I think he took it. I think that was why, the Why, is he still shacked up with LeBastard? No, well, you hear him once in a while, but no, no he's not doing his own thing over there. But I think in the beginning, that was one of the keys to it, that he could well, still that, that would certainly show. That would certainly be very pivotal in my uh, career choice, whether I could be on the ticket, 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 stick it. You've got to be kidding me. By the way, have you ever noticed how the uh, George Bush won, the old George Bush, how he always, his mouth is like about six times too big? You ever seen that? They keep showing him with McCain there. His, yeah. his mouth there, gaping, gaping, oozing a wide hole there. It's like... Four times bigger than it's supposed to be, his mouth. Surgery? WQ. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same doctor performed the surgery on Moe's toupee. QAM, hello. Thank you for taking my call. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil Rogers. Yes? Are you going to do Hurricane Baseball, I heard? No. That's a shame. You should do it. Yeah, boring. I miss you. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I think the reason, uh, at least from my own experience, is why people don't go to the Marlins games is because a guy like me, I mean, I'm originally from New York and I'm a Mets fan, and I like the Marlins as, like, my second team. So I'll sit around and watch them when it's not nothing else on TV, but I'm not going to go spend my money to go out and watch them at the ballpark, you know? In other words, you don't care. Well, right, and I don't care enough to spend my money on them. And, and so, you know, when the playoffs and stuff come around, you know, people, that's an event. So people always go to an event. 
So I think that's really what it is. And I think that's in other words, front-running phonies is what you're trying to say. You're trying to sugarcoat it, but they're front-running phonies. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, again, I don't think these people are truly Marlins fans. They're actually they're fans of other teams who kind of like the Marlins, and I think that's all they're really going to get down here for any, any period of time. Okay, thanks. Thanks. In other words, he likes the Mets. Well, we need Pharrell back in the Marlin game. That'll do it. The best leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? I'm gonna cut my ball so I can have sex with you. Cut my ball so I can have sex with you. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my ball so I can have safe sex with you. I'm gonna cut my balls for a no-stress, trouble-free screw. Maybe it's uh, after effects from his uh, snip snip, you think? Yeah, a month later, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's feeling a little under the weather. So he's not with us today, and but he'll be back tomorrow or else. Too many sick days, George. 643 votes on the poll, by the way. What's your uh, goal today, 800? I think so. It sounds good. Don't, don't get too carried away now. It's the middle of the summertime. I'm trying to educate you on these things. Middle of the summer, it's the dog days. Always really good. Eh? You know, it would be like if, if there was like a, a nuclear bomb blast somewhere. Oh, we're going to have a concert. You think anybody's going to show up? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the Marlins. Of all the places to have, and, and Tampa, they're having a big year, so all of a sudden the front-running phonies are jumping on that bandwagon over there. The Devil Rays, up until the season when all of a sudden uh, they got good for some inexplicable reason. Just the Rays now, not Devil Rays. Oh, excuse me. That's right. Those those Yahoos over there on the West Coast, they've been working for years to get that devil, to get the devil out, like Eli in the movie, you know. Get out! Get out! Go away! Get out! Uh, you know, he, he was uh, weak. No, no, he was great. It was great acting performances in that movie. Neil, you're wrong. Yeah, sure. Sucked. Boring. The story of the century, but it's too late. The cat's out of the bag already. A Philadelphia appeals court Monday threw out the $550,000 indecency fine levied on CBS connection with Janet Jackson's infamous wardrobe malfunction in the 2004 Super Bowl. You would have thought that the world was coming to an end. Boobies on TV, oh my God. And we didn't even really see him, did we? No. We didn't see her boobs. There was something over her. Yeah, there was something over yeah. the nipples, okay? 
Oh, no, you can't say, put that on. Children are watching. Judges said in the court ruling that one of the determining factors was, oh, and speaking of naked pictures, I saw that picture of Brady Quinn that Chris sent me, emailed me over the weekend. I thought you might like that. It wasn't a naked picture, and you don't even... No, it wasn't. He's, he's got his arm up covering up his body, so there's been, he's got some hot young guy there with him, too. I don't know what that's all about. It was more the, um, the motion. Was it was what? It was the motion he was making. Gay. Really? Are you trying to say that Brady Quinn is gay? Oh, that's gay. why you didn't want him on the Dolphins, so you wanted that stiff you got for quarterback now? Yep, that's why we got Chad Henning now. Judges said in the court ruling that one of the determining factors was they considered Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell's independent contractors, and CBS couldn't be held accountable for their actions. The fine was levied by the FCC after one of Jackson's breasts was exposed briefly during a performance with Tinkerbell during the halftime at the Super Bowl. Also, the judges said it was impossible to determine how many complaints CBS received after the incident. In a court filing, the FCC said the network received more than 542,000 complaints, an unprecedented number, but... CBS disputed the number of and significance of complaints, claiming that 85% of them came from letters generated by well-organized single-interest groups. That's the way it is with complaints to the FCC, just like in this market. It's always from the same wacko. Yes. The record is unclear on the actual number of complaints received from unorganized individual viewers, the ruling said. The FCC cannot impose liability on CBS for the acts of Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell, independent contractors hired for limited purposes of the halftime show. Now, is that going to loosen things up now, you think? No. No, the damage is already done. And one, and once it's gone, it's just gone, you know? I think we should uh, start loosening up today. Are you going to be a douche? What did you say? Yes. It's in the bag. That's what I said. Now, did you fax me this thing? Only in Coral Gables. Coral Gables versus Santeria continues with the latest lawsuit. Yes, I did. From Where's this from? From the Herald? I don't know where it's from, actually. Coral, oh, Coral Gables Gazette. Now, that's a big, that's almost like the Canandaigua Daily Messenger. Woo! The Coral Gables Gazette. Huge periodical. When close to 2,000 Gables police officers stormed into a city home last year, interrupting a Santa Rhea ceremony, after receiving a call that animals were being hurt, they may have disturbed the gods, but they definitely insulted the 20 or so practitioners of the Caribbean religion, mon. Santa Rhea, my ass, mon. We ought to stick Joe Bell's bloody head on the door. That's what we really ought to do. Chop his head off and stick it on the door of the station. So much so, in fact, that the church of Lukumi Babalu Aye, Babalu, Babalu, was looking into the behavior of police officers and city officials regarding the incident and has now sued the city, claiming it hasn't responded accordingly to public records request for documents concerning the incident. The incident, which didn't result in any arrest, but did involve officers entering the home without a warrant and stumbling upon a macabre scene involving over 50 sacrificed animals, including goats and chickens, already made headlines when it occurred June 2007 and continues to serve as a thorn in the city's side. They don't like, they don't like uh, trailers and uh, boats in, in, your, uh, in your driveway, so you can imagine the gables how they feel about slaughtered chickens. This is a matter of great public importance. The city of Coral Gables has a duty to produce all the documents and or items we requested. They failed to do so, said Attorney David Aileon. I wonder if he's kin to Aileon. Remember a little Aileonito? Yeah, of course. Well, that's what we need is bring Aileon back. Get this, get this town whipped up. Then you'll get some and have him throughout the first pitch at a ball game. Oh, well, that would be great. Wouldn't that be great? Aileon Gonzalez throws out the first pitch at the Marlins game tonight. You'd have 100,000 people trying to get in that joint. With a, with a concert right afterwards, too. How about yeah, you have, that's right. How about you have, uh, you have two people throw it out? What? You have two people throw it out. 
Who's the other one? Janet Reno. What about the fisherman? How about the cop that was holding Elion? Yeah. I want to go back to Cuba. The plane, the plane, take me back to Cuba. Remember the way they twisted that story? They lied. They lied through their teeth. Lied. Oh, that's not what he said. He said, uh, I don't know what, he, what they claimed he said. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Morning, Neil. Morning, sir. Uh, speaking of baseball, I just wanted to let you know that them first place Cubbies are going to put a. Don't care. Boring. Not interested. Put a lid on it. Drop dead. Die a wicked death, okay? I hope Mark Grace comes to your house with a baseball bat and just smashes your head off your shoulders. Is Mark Grace doing like Arizona baseball now? He sure is, yeah. Every ex-jock, everybody who ever wore a jock strap is a broadcaster now. The jockocracy has destroyed it. In fact, I was watching, who were the Yankees playing the other day? Oh, the Red Sox. Was it? Uh, Angels. Angels, yeah. Who, well, whatever they were playing over the weekend. I don't think it was the Angels. Yeah, it was the Angels. It's not important. It's not important. The important thing is that the broadcasters were, is, is it Ken, uh, what's his name? He used to play for the Indians. I have no idea. And and uh, David Cohn head. More ex-jocks. This is the best they can do in the top market in the country is put a couple more dumb jocks on there. It wasn't bad enough they put on Joe Daggiola and the Scooter and Jerry Coleman, the worst broadcast trio in history. It would have been better to have Joe Zagaki on there with Rich Waltz and Dave Van Boring. It was the Oakland A's they played. See, I told you it wasn't uh, the Angels, you idiot. I got a spy report that Boog is a Phillies fan and Dave O'Brien does... Red Sox on radio. Dave O'Brien stabbed Joe Angel in the back. He wanted to do the whole game, and so they blew out Joe Angel. He wanted to be the main man. And they blew out Joe Angel, and then uh, like five minutes later, Dave O'Brien, oh, by the way, can I leave and go to uh, ESPN? I don't want to be here. I don't want to. And they said, okay, get lost. You loser, you idiot. You You fairy. That too. Joe Angel was good. You don't think so? He had personality. He had his own, uh, you know, cliches and stuff. I mean, that, that's what great sportscasters are famous for. Bob Prince, Mel Allen, Red Barber, sportscaster Harry Carey with his holy cow. Am I right? Holy People that cow. got the fans whipped up into a frenzy, got them excited. How about when he sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Exactly. The whole country, the whole world looked up there into the press box to see Harry singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I'll, I'll find it. You'll see. Exactly. <laughs> that guy was great. Who's more experienced at losing than the Cub fans are? And you know, I think that uh, dealing with the heartache 
of expectation is a good lesson in life for all of us. Holy cow! Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. What the hell happened there? Sports Radio is what malfunction at the junction. Hello, Cletus. How's my neck? Look what I got here. Yes. A bell button. <laughs> Read what it says. Okay. If Obama is president. Can we still call it the White House? Funniest third thing you ever saw. Yes, I, I must say it's rather amusing. Get it? Look, look. If Obama is president. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, when it comes to comedy, I'd say it's us Republicans who cornered the market. <laughs> Why, sure. Comedy ain't just written by elitist Jews. Why, just look at all the funny comedians and writers we Republicans got. Oh, of course. We got, uh. Well, we got uh, Dennis Miller. That's right, De Dennis Miller. And let's see, uh, who else we got? Uh, Larry, the cable guy. I don't know about him. Well, hey, we got Dennis Miller anyway. <laughs> Look at it. If Obama is president, can we still call him? Hey, what you doing? Tapping my shoe. Oh, baby. Quit get the Tiger Woods blow up dog. What's the Republicans' favorite game? Oh, yeah, I want to play Gag the Fag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at that. 666 on the pole. 666, I'll tell you. Oh, God. El Anticristo is here. It's 1118 at QM. George is out sick today. We got Zach. Hey, hey. Now, there's no food in there today, right? No food. Correct. And why is that? Because we're not allowed to have it anymore. Let's get Zach to comment on that uh, outrageous memo. on that. And, and by the way, you and your partner in crime there, you're, you're at fault. Oh, I know. All the rest of us are being punished for you. I know. Because you were plugging Howie's too much or whoever for the free food. Yes, I, I understand. Now, is, that, is that true or did they just make that up? No, we uh, we said you know we said that we were doing that. On, we did it on the air. We plugged them, and uh, it was bad the way I said it. I didn't. What do you word, mean by that? I didn't word it right. I worded it bad when I said it on the air. Basically. When you said what on the air? Well, I said that we you know were you know trading. When he off. was thanking them. Yeah, when I was thanking them for the the food and everything. I think I slipped and you know said we're kind of trading this for this. What? Yeah. I said that I thanked Howie's, and Joe asked me why we thank Howie's, and I said, well, they bring in food for us, and, you know, we Why do we thank Howie's? You talk about a guy who's out of touch for crying out loud. They've been, they've been bringing in food, free food for everybody before he was born, before he was an idea. Jolly asked Joe. And then don't send me any more uh, emails, okay? Jolly Joe, leave me alone. The less I have to do with you, the happier my life will be, okay? Sending me email. Oh, I hope you're enjoying your summer schedule. Uh, George is just uh, magnificent while you're uh, away. Yeah, good. George is the best. You know when George is the best? When's that? Like today. Here's a fax that says, hey, Neil, and, and th this really cracks me up. Did you hear the guys at WIOD were talking about you on Friday morning? Oh, yeah, I was sitting here glued to it. <laughs> We were all listening. <laughs> you know when the last time I listened to WIOD was? When was that? When I worked there. Like 12 years ago. Yeah, it was during, and, and to show you what a knowledgeable radio guy this is, or, person, or, or whoever, it's unsigned. It was during the crossover between the La Mancha and the Footy Show, 
And, of course, there is no more Lamont show. He got canned. Dave Lamont's no longer there. Except that it was Manny Munoz filling in for Lamont and Ken Charles filling in for footy. Wow. What a quinella that is. I wasn't fully listening, but Ken Charles was saying something like, Neil Rogers is listening right now. He always listens because he's too lazy to do show prep. How do you like that? That's not very nice. They only too, this is the same Ken Charles who said, Oh, Neil Rogers is the gold standard of Fox Radio. We'd love to have him at Clear Channel, and we don't want to pay him any money. Ken Charles. As far as the Marlins dispatcher says, let's face it, baseball is a boring sport. When you go to a game at Wrigley, much of the excitement is the party atmosphere. If you knew ahead of time that there were only going to be a couple thousand people at Wrigley, it wouldn't be fun to go either. In Miami, if you want that party atmosphere, you go to Lincoln Road, which is packed every night in the summer with the same weather that the Marlins deal with. I think the Hard Rock gets more people than the Marlins every night, it says. I would agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And why not? Because it's a fun place. There are people getting, uh, you know. And that was before Blackjack. Now, with Blackjack? Are you going to the Hard Rock and losing your money now? Is that it? No, I have not actually been there since Blackjack. Since I came back from vacation, Woodbine has been destroying my life. They're killing me. That's not Losing my ass. I I was on a really hot streak there for a couple months. I had that one night I won eight grand about three weeks ago on a Friday night. But since then, man, I'm just uh, fooling his money. Soon parted. Professor's making up for lost time now. He's buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. My Blackberry, just relax, okay? I'm not coming out of Florida anytime soon. Now, why not? Because it sucks. WQAM, hello. Woody hates you. WQAM, hello. Taylor and Thomas, Thomas and Taylor, coming at you. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get this phone smoking, baby. Twenty second of July. How were the calls yesterday, Chris? Um. Yeah. Can you ever answer a question? They were bad. Yet? Were they? Yes. We had about four good callers, and I forget what. The, they all called about one thing. I forget what it was, and then everything else was just all stupid calls, like we've had. What was it? Well, what do you mean stupid callers? We've had great calls. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess we had, I, we had the young guy that here. goes to the Marlin games that was giving us uh, his perspective. What were you talking about? We've had a great call or two. Well, then we've had better ones today than we had yesterday. Really? That's scary. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. What can we do to make you go to a Marlins game? What can we do to whip up some excitement? Who do we have to kill? Is it David Sampson? Maybe it's Rich Waltz. Maybe it's a Dave Van Boring. I go with And of course I didn't even mention all the money that this radio station was screaming about losing on the Marlins all those years. Screaming. We're losing a million dollars a year on the freaking Marlins. We can't sell it. Remember that? Every year will be the same crap. They couldn't sell the freaking Marlins. Remember that? I do, and I was across the street. And you were dancing you were dancing on our grave. Now you're over here, and they got the Marlins, and I bet you they're losing money on it. And I'm dancing on their grave now. Good. Screw them. WDQAM, hello. This could be a good time for the WDQAM, hello. Mars attack. QAM, hola. QAM. Hey, Neil, why don't you do something, instead of compulsive gambling, do something good with that money you've been taking for mailing it in. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like anything. Help some people, for God's sake. Do something nice and uh, help touch some lives. I'm I'm touching plenty of lives, okay, schmuck? You should only help as many people as I do. Putts. 
do something good instead of game. Guess what? It's my money. If I want to take it and have a bonfire with it, I'll do it. Well, tell me before you do that. No chance. So I could come out there and just it's grab the It's the same scratch. as going to Woodbine, having a bonfire, taking a match and lighting the money, taking a whole lot of $100 bills and just setting them on fire. That's the same thing. How about you just send me money and I'll just say that you lost to me in cards or no. something? No. All right. WQIM, hello. QIM. WQAM, hello. Neil, why uh, did the uh, Clear Channel dump uh, Lamont? You're asking me? How the hell would I know? Well, you got all the sauces, don't you? No, I no, I don't have no sauces, no. What about Joe Bell? What about him? Call, yeah, call, call him up and find out why they dumped Dave Lamont. Because he was farting too much, probably, if he's you know keeping true to his past record when he worked with me. He was gassy? He gassy? Oh, my God. See, once upon a time, now, I don't know if you know about UM Baseball. When I was broadcasting, they had us up on the top of the stairs there at Mark Light Stadium. Outside. <clears throat> it was a good vantage point. It was really good. And one season, Lamont did color on the baseball games with me. And? Now, prior to that, I guess Bob Berger worked with me for a couple of years and did a great job. He was a good guy. And, and every now and then your eyes would start watering because the, the aroma from, you know how they cook the sausages and the stuff outside? Oh, yeah. At Mark Light Stadium, really great. And, and that would come up and start, like, your eyes would burn. You'd start tearing up. And, and when Lamont worked with me, it was not because of the food. It was because he was farting so bad. Oh, my goodness. My eyes were kind of, and, and we made a, uh, you know, a joke out of it. We had to. I mean, just absolutely out of control. He can't control his... Uh, Rectum. That's it. So maybe he's farting too much over there at the IOD, and they finally blew him out. When in doubt, blow it out. Or maybe they just told him, blow it out your ass, and he wouldn't stop. I don't know. That whole thing over there is just uh, its a joke. And the thing, footy thing, who are you people kidding? Footy. Now, what the hell is that? What's the matter? Well, what is that? Another stunt rejoin? Is that it? That's the uh, wonderful Dolphins Tonight rejoin. Oh, my. God. Dave Lamont on Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Yeah! Ready, What's up, y'all? This your boy G Mike. You see, I usually do songs with like hooks and concepts and shit, right? But fuck that, man, I'm trying to go platinum. Somebody's gonna rock this. Check this out, y'all. Uh, read a book, read a book, read a book.
about that? Yes. Does George ever play that? No, no, not really. Not really, see? Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell uh, did their thing, and now the uh, court says, guess what? No big deal. It was no big deal. But in America, oh, my God, a breast was on TV. Oh, we're going to find you. We're going to find everybody. And that was the beginning of the end for uh, all of us. And now they say, well, we made a mistake. Or you made a mistake. FCC, you suck. So we should go back to normal now, right? No. Go, go talk to your friend Fat-Ass Jolly Joe Bell about that. See if we can play a few sounds on the air. What do you think? Raspberries and some other fruits. 692 votes on the poll. Our goal is 800 today. I think you can do it, Chris. And if not, you're fired. What? What was the best? And by the way, when are you going to start paying Clarence back for all those uh, spots that you've been playing? I'm sorry. We're going to deduct from... Can we tell that story on the air or not? I'd rather not. Okay, then we won't. Oh, George accuses on. me always of saying things on the air. You know, he makes crap up all the time. That's why God is smoting him and why he's so sick today. Why is he sick all the time? Too much partying. His life is a party. Kind of like uh, Paco. Life is a party. Only George is too old for that. What was the best TV spinoff of all time? We got almost 700 votes, and I'll just read uh, the top, what, five? Or 50. No, I'm not going to do that again. Right, that would really be mailing it in. It'll the Simpsons from the Tracy Ullman Show, 202. No contest. The Honeymooners from the Jackie Gleason Show, 93. Fraser from Chia's, 82. The Jeffersons from All in the Family, 50. And Happy Days from Love American Style, 36. Happy Days was from Love American Style? I never knew that till this moment. I always thought it was uh, Tatalia. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, what a nice bit that was. And then they say you don't do anything for society, huh? <laughs> Anyways, Neil, listen, uh, your helper today, Zach, he's full of crap, man. Uh, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba, all they know how to do is play stupid-ass baseball. And they, and they still don't go to the stadium, so there is no excuse for the models not to have support. That's all they know how to do. The people that do go, the few are coming from Palm Beach, Coral Springs, so uh, they need to move that damn team out of here. That's what I say. All okay, kiss them, kiss them goodbye. Here. Okay. Yep. Blow them a big kiss. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Tremendous response today on uh, DA's question about how come nobody shows up at the Marlin games. He just hasn't been around in town long enough to figure out why. For the same reason they don't show up for much of anything else. Panthers or Heat. But the Dolphins, man, the 1 in 15 Dolphins, that's another story. How's Hank doing? Anybody hear from him? Speaking uh, of Dolphins? 
What about you, Zach? You get around. Uh, nope, I have not heard. The last time I saw him was months and months and months ago. <clears throat> and? And I said hello to him. We were at an Italian restaurant, and that was it. You were in an Italian restaurant? Yes. Two big fat guys like you eating in an Italian restaurant? How coincidental. WQAM, hello. <coughs> QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil, you know what really upsets me at that Why do you office? say Uncle Neil twice? Why did you do that? I'm sorry. I don't mean Once would have been once too many, but go ahead. Sorry about that. Anyway, Dolphin uh, Stadium with the Marlins, they have these people checking tickets. Why do they have these people checking tickets for seats? It's ridiculous. I mean, what, more, you mean checking only, tickets to make sure you're sitting in the right seat? That's correct. I mean, if, if, if there's no fans... Oh, my God. If there's no fans going to the games, wouldn't you want the fans closest to the action? No, not, not, not if you want to be unfriendly. That's part of the fan-unfriendly atmosphere at uh, the stadium. That's ridiculous. It's, it's just uh, stupid, actually. And one more thing for Zach. Who's the least likely star you would throw out of bed with a yeast infection? What? Who's the least likely? Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the. He said he's got a bad yeast infection. He wants Zach to come when in doubt, lick it out. That's what he said. I'm gonna throw up. Wow, well, that's right. You, you're the one who's talking like about yeast. Don't that's why he asked that. Don't so even bring it up. Don't even bring what? Don't even bring it up. I didn't bring it up. The caller brought it up because he wants you to bring up breakfast and lunch. Six hundred ninety-six votes on the poll. I'm gonna read all the uh, results. All no. right. No, I'm not. Six ninety-nine. So if Chris's goal was 700, you got that licked. I thought we were going for like 800. Uh, I said if it had been 700. Jesus, God, you're getting worse than George. Oh, QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Did some uh, broadcast. Sounds like Reverend Schmuck to me. Check. Uh, got some checks. It is. WQAM, hello. Hola. 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 Bye-bye. WQAM, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Neil. How's it going? Good morning. Listen, uh... Stadium, even if they were, which I think is ludicrous, to build a new stadium, you're not gonna fill those seats with bodies. First of all, this is not a sports town. Any sport, take your pick. This is not a sports town. Not even baseball. Haven't which, I been you know, saying that for an hour and a half today? Yeah, I just tuned in. I just heard somebody saying about something about the stadium. I don't know if you've been talking about it all day, but it's a waste of, you know, how much money goes cranked into one of those facilities like that? But what they should be doing is taking that money and fixing that that big crap lock on 95 Express, you know. You got people getting into car crashes every day, but they're thinking about putting a you know a new stadium, a new stadium. The Dolphins, the Marlins, get out of here with that! Nobody's gonna go see those games. Boy. Nobody's gonna go pay to see a game that they know the team's gonna lose. And we have crap they know the team is gonna lose. Yeah, of course. Well, you don't actually think the Dolphins are ever gonna win a game, do you? No, we're not talking about the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't moving anywhere. We're talking about the Marlins. The Marlins. Well, either way, who are one game Marlins. out of first place? You know, you people make me sick. Make me sick. That's the answer right there, Uncle Neil. Right there. That's right. They lost too many games. They're like having a bad season. That's the excuse. See, if they were having a bad season, if they stuck, which most people thought they were going to, but instead, here's a pleasant surprise. Look at how good they are. They're only a game out of first. It's like uh, the middle of almost the end of July already. They're a contender. Doesn't and matter. this guy, well, uh, everybody knows they're going to lose. That and then that's ridiculous. the irony of it is that because it's so football obs obs obsessive that they fill up that ballpark for the uh, football, even though they do know they're going to lose. So there's your argument coming back and biting you right in the ass, sir. Biggest name. Oh, oh, what a smoke. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. 
George, eres el cojonudo de QAM. WQM, go out and shoot somebody, okay? That's right. Take out your frustrations on the world. Get it out of your system. You'll feel so much better when you're done, you know? Oh, Don't you right. feel better? Oh, yeah. How come we haven't had any calls about that movie because uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead? With Ethan Hawke and Philip Seymour Schwartz and all of the good cast. Great Marissa cast. Marissa Tomei. Right, with her boobies sticking out. Whoa, really? Marissa oh, yeah. Tomei. Lots of booby in that movie. Oh, I might see it now. No, it's very good. Now, let me tell you how it ends. Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't do that. I only do that to movies that I don't like to, to prevent people from wasting their time and seeing. Like there will be blood when he kills Eli, the creature in a drunken stupor. He beats him over the head with a bowling pin and kills him. And the, the blood is pooling all over the bowling alley, you know. Well, that's how much money he had. Daniel, what was his name? Daniel Plainview. And, and the story, of the, the, the essence of the movie is he hates everybody. He's a miserable bastard. He hates everybody, and that, that's and that's the story for almost three hours. So he so he must live down here in South Florida. Probably. Not only did the professor get his car towed away because they didn't put the decal on, and the new they moved into a new uh, condo, a new uh, apartment over the weekend, into a complex. They also towed his girlfriend's car away. That stinks. And uh, busted the radiator. Although they're going to fix it, but nevertheless, how do you like that? Still going to cost them what eighty bucks a car to get out of the tow place. Two hundred, a car? <laughs> no, two hundred total. Oh, okay. A real bargain. Yeah, not bad. That's money I could have had a good time with a wood buy. Now that guy was amusing. Oh, why don't you do something good with your money? Help some people. <laughs> oh, brother. By the way, six o'clock. In case you missed the beginning of the show, a very important bulletin. Six o'clock Thursday afternoon. My BlackBerry buzzes, and I get this email from Joe Bell, Vice President, Market Manager, Beasley, Miami and general manager of WQM and W Kiss My Ass, and says, I hope you're enjoying the, your summer schedule. George is doing a nice job on your off days. Talk to you soon, Joe Bell. Talk to you soon, my fat ass, okay? He, he does this all the time. I, I don't know whether he's trying to convince himself of something, that I don't hate him like poison, or that he's like a real human being. I, I don't know what he's trying to prove, or just to be annoying. I think he likes to wind you up. What? I think he likes to wind you up. Well, guess what? It was Thursday at 6, and I haven't worked since uh, Thursday morning, so I don't you know. It's a little late now. Yeah, but that had you. Uh, I don't need your bell to wind me up, okay, fatso? Hey, I'm just uh, throwing something out there. What does Zach think? Well, what's the purpose of it? Well, I don't know who you were referring to when you said fatso. I was going to answer to that one. Yeah, well, let's hear it. Uh, listen, your relationship with Joe Bell is special. Not See, so you're, you're getting like Chris that. now. You won't answer the question. Why would you do that? Why would you keep 
reaching out and bugging somebody who you know hates you like poison and doesn't want anything to do with you and is on to you and been on to you since practically day one. Maybe he wants to just make this friendship work. Maybe if he tries more on his end, you'll understand and become his friend again, or for the first time. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Nia, I was a black man. WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil, the reason your rating sucks. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Long okay, time sir. listener. I haven't talked to you in 25 years. Enjoyed your down. show. And, Neil, let me tell you, these little Julios that are calling, making those noises, ridiculous. How, how, do, you how do you know they're Julios? They work with me. You want to speak to one? No. No. Neil, you know, we enjoyed you for so long. Uh, my buddy Steve, pal that's listening right now, uh, he listens to you too. We love you, man. Just rip them Julios, man. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Mm. Wow. Incredible. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, funny voice. Hey, I'd like to uh, say one thing. Uh, How long have you been morning? working on the voice? To the Florida Marlins, I want to say... Uh, How long have you been working on the phony voice, Schmuck? About 12 years. Okay. The Florida Marlins, and as long as they make it to the playoffs, we're going to win the World Series, boys, just to let you know. Yeah. Okay? Okay. That's the major league That's baseball. the key to Get lost. WQAM, hello. Neil, good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, uh, you were talking about movies earlier. I, I saw two this weekend that are really good, and you may have talked about them. I, I've been in, out of, in and out of the car, so I haven't been able to listen, but uh, I saw The Dark Knight, and I saw Mamma Mia. And Heath Ledger's oh, my God. Neither one for me. Neither one for me. What's that? I said I won't be seeing either one of them. How come? Not, not for me. Not for you? Heath Ledger is really, really good as the Joker, and, and Mamma uh -huh. Mia is just a lot of fun. Okay. All right, man. I'll take your word for it. Thanks. Mamma mia. When are they going to give up on that already? Huh? Haven't they been doing that for like 100 years, that ABBA crap? Mom, Mamma mia. First it was a play, and now it's a movie, and it's, huh? Well, I guess it did so well as a play that they made it into the movie. Is that what it is? You I like ABBA? So. ABBA? Uh, they're Abba, not something that I like, but I mean, I don't. I only know what is it, Dancing Queen, and now this Mamma mia. You know what, Dancing Queen? Are you picking on Jason Taylor again? No, I was talking about you. Oh. No, probably about Brady Quinn. No, that's your boy. Where did you find that picture, by the way? Um, it was on. I was looking for a picture of. Uh, what, did, what did you do? Google naked pictures of Brady Quinn. Is that what you were doing in your spare time? Definitely not. I was actually googling naked pictures of uh, what's his name, Tim Tebow's girlfriend. And uh, so I found them on a website, and it's like one of those, you know, like trash talk websites or whatever. And a couple stories down was four pictures of uh, your boy, and it's. Well, where's the pictures. rest of them? Well, because it's all You're the pictures. Holding back? No, it's all the pictures that we already have on the website. Oh. And that was a new one, so I figured I would send that one to you. So who do you think is the best, Brian Sears or Tim Tetrick? Who? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, this is Ramon, Guani Maricong. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Wait, WQAM, hello. Call the day. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were not about the movies Mamma Mia, but when I think of I think of that at the Italian restaurant chain Mamma Mia, but uh, nothing like uh, Mario's, of course. But when I was over there, uh, the Mater D of the other restaurant, uh, Andy Rothman, you know. Oh Andy yeah, uh huh. <laughs> wow! 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 Is right. This guy's been on a roll lately. I mean, he was like, you know, a periodic once in a great, once in a blue moon kind of guy. And lately he's just, oh, maybe Andy Rothman cut him off or something. Yeah, maybe he maybe got Steve, fired. Got Steve Stone cut them both off. What? Maybe he got fired and he has nothing else to do. WQAM, hello. Wow, another controversial show today, huh? Yeah, about uh, controversial shows from the past, right. Excellent program, Reverend Schwartz. WQAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. It's uh, yes, Pakistani sir, good morning. football boys. What? Remember me, the Pakistani poet? I like a part two, remember? Yeah, sure. Hey, what's up? How's the show going today? We love George. Just great. I miss that guy. I love him. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. Hey, the real terrorist is George Bush. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what we need to do is have a draft, but none of these politicians have the gonads to come up and say it. If they're going to continue fighting all these over, it's not fair to these guys to fight two and three and four uh, times over there in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan. We need a draft if everybody's going to keep doing this. Yeah, well, if I were you, I'd go out and stand in one. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you today? Good morning, sir. Did you happen to read the op-ed piece in the Times from Bob Herbert this morning? No, I did not. It was fabulous. You would have why, why would, it. Wait a minute. Why would Bob Herbert be writing an op-ed piece when he works for the Times? You mean the editor by the a column by Bob Herbert? Yes, excuse me, the column. Pardon oh, me. About what? Uh, he wrote about uh, uh, about this book by Jane, uh, somebody about how, just talked about how Cheney just manipulated this war for his benefit. Uh-huh. And how in any in any other administration they would people would be hung by the you know what right. I mean it was a, a great article. Yeah, but the was, price of oil was good for Halliburton, man. They just made an extra two billion dollars in profit. Let's hear it oh! for Dick Cheney oh! and George Bush oh! and uh, Rummy Rumsfeld, oh! all the other gangsters that run the world, and uh, Paul Wolfowitz oh! and Richard Pearl oh! and all of these uh, crazy bastards. That's a revelation, isn't it? That crazy people run the world, crooks. Yeah, we already knew that. Yeah. 724, like the guy that called in last week to try to rationalize. Oh, there was a message in that movie, There Will Be Blood, about preachers being a phonies. Like Jesse Jackson, you know, people surprised that he made those uh, grotesque comments about uh, cutting Obama's nuts off and use the N-word. Oh, but he's a preacher. Well, that, that explains it to you right there. Your favorite uh, television commentator is coming out with a movie about religion. Now, who's that? That would be Bill Maher. Oh... This Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> Gasoline is a luxury, and you deserve only the very, very best. 
At Cartier Petroleum, we start with only the finest oil, drilled with natural diamond drill tips and extracted by manually pumping whale saliva into deep core wells beneath pristine spring-fed lakes. Every gallon of this light, sweet crude is then hand-refined by Tibetan Sherpas and taste-tested. This nearly pure 99.5-octane liquid automotive ambrosia is then filtered through a bed of naturally grown French truffles and infused with saffron. Then, it is mixed with Chateau de Mission or Brion 1989, aged for seven years in redwood casks and fed to rare red Uakari monkeys from the Amazon whose digestive systems have been genetically engineered to remove all remaining impurities. Solid gold Bentley tankers then deliver it to your local refueling salon. Why does Cartier Petroleum refine the most expensive fuel in the world? Because you are refined. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're real refined on this show, man. This is a real intellectual show as opposed to pseudo-intellectual. So those people who like that there will be a blood get lost. No, you're wrong, Neil. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's a bad mistake by me. Don't you think? Yes. Well, I've become obsessed. I'm obsessed with it because I'm reading all these raves. This is one of the great. This is like Citizen Kane. I would agree with that. Highly overrated flick. You ever see Citizen Kane? No. Don't. Is that the uh, Rosebud one? Right. Orson Welles. You might like it. You want to know why? Why? <coughs> Big fat guy. That's okay. Oh, I'm in. <clears throat> either, either one of you might like it. See, I dressed that. Just, I just throw that out there, and either Thank one of you, you might grab it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're going to go see the Marlins tonight? Oh, yeah. Now, how many games you guys been to this season? Let's see. Uh, one, none. Yeah, I'm, I'm just with that. I'm at zero. None? I went to training camp one day. Less than one. Less than one. Am I correct? Correct. Absolutely correct, sir. Less than one. Zero. Between the two of you fat guys. Yeah. Just just in concessions alone, you could have made them some bucks. If we went to two games, that's close to a thousand bucks, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We went to none. Zero. Oh. Kind of like a DA's numbers at night. Oh. Point. Oh. Like that. Does he does he talk about that at all? Does he is he acknowledge that he's got a oh, rating? No, it does not get brought up. I'm not talking about on the air, of course. I mean, just oh, off the air. No, not off the air either. No. Like when, when you guys come in in the morning, you say, "Hey, you ever going to get like a point one or a point two instead of a oh, point oh. Huh? No, I haven't brought it up yet, but maybe I will before the week's over. I think tomorrow morning before the show, that would be a real good show opener. Oh, okay, good. How come you got a oh. rating at night, DA? I mean, that's almost impossible. Somebody's got to have a diary. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay. You think the Democratic Party and Obama can get a second and a fourth draft pick for his life? Yes. Cute, not funny? For his life. That was a sports no. question there. Yeah, it's it? gone. It's gone. And once it's gone, it's gone. How are you doing on your award-winning pool with 4,000 choices on there? Now, one thing I will say... What do you got? 7.39. 7.39. You've got 800 licked, I believe. we got almost two hours to go. Damn it. One thing I will say about the poll, even though it's very, very long, mm-hmm. is that it's, it, well, not even though, because of that, it's that much harder to vote because you've got to read through the whole list before you make your decision. Yeah, I read about uh, eight of them and then said forget and voted. What do you mean by that? Because there was just so many of them. I think I read one of them, and, well, let's see the original thing here. Yeah, the first one on the list was the Jeffersons, and that's what my vote was. So I don't have to read through, like, 600 choices on here on Charlie B. Stupid-Ass Poll. 
The best TV spinoff. Spin this, Charlie B. He's probably spinning it right now. Did anybody actually see Baywatch Nights? I don't know. And I know that they're still watching Baywatch in uh, Europe and Germany. At the, oh, for years it was number one show. That's because uh, Hasselhoff's big over there. Is that why they watch it? To watch David Hasselhoff? I'm sure they do. He's huge in Germany. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. One more week of phone calls and you're going to stop. No, no chance. No chance. Keep saying, call me in six months when we're still taking calls. You can be one of the first callers. Loser. WQAM, hello. QAM, yes, sir. Just missed the poop nuggets up. WQAM, hello. Yeah, no, I'm just stuck in the rain here on the highway listening, wondering... I mean, what, what do you have against, you know, listeners like Andy Rothman, Neil? <laughs> oh. Woo! What did I tell you, man? We got him really pissed off and fired up now. Don't ever stop calling us, man. We love hearing about Andy Rothman and David Sugarman and uh, Steve Stone. You fairy. Et cetera. Is he related to Burke Sugarman? Oh, that idiot boxing guy with a stupid hat? Yes, and he is an idiot in person, too. Is he? Yep, I, uh, when I went to Atlantic City a couple years ago with Eddie Kay to mm -hmm. cover a boxing match, Eddie Kay uh, interviewed him, and he was just, it's all about him. He, you know, all he wants to do is talk about himself. And, or like Pharrell. And he would sense. literally just hang out in, like, the media area, mm -hmm. just waiting for someone to say, hey, you want to come on the air with me? I mean, just really annoying, really Bird Sugar. His name not Sugar, man. It's Sugar, sugar. isn't it? Sugar. Oh, is he sweet as sugar? No. The first time I ever met Burt Sugar it was funny. I was with Pharrell and Defoe wow. in Vegas. And Burt Sugar did not stop talking about himself. Kind of like Rick Weaver. Close, yes. I went to dinner with Rick Weaver and his wife and Bill Carter and his wife way back in the uh, IOD days, early. And the whole dinner, that's all Rick Weaver talked about was himself. And he did this and he did that. Oh, speaking of, speaking of uh, David Sugarman and Steve Stone, and who's the other one? Andy Rothman, you know what that is? That's a gay club, you moron. Right. So now I figure out what that call's all about. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, go Bill here. Like WQAM, hello. Phone call. QAM, hello. Neil's a homo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Neil. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Even though the stocks fell yesterday, I'm on my way to American Express. Okay, good. I hope you find it. Find somebody with a compass and a road map, okay? Maybe you can go by Piazza di Spagna in Rome, and you can find a big American Express right next door there. And if you're, if we're all lucky, maybe the gypsies will get a hold of your ass. WQAM, hello. You know, how dare you talk about a... QAM, hello. WQAM, hola. Buenas tardes, Neil. Yes, sir. Como te la guida, papa? Speak in English. Speak in English. Yeah, get out of your banana boat and go back where you came from, loser. Maricón. Bugarrón. Why does we have so many losers in South Florida? What is that all about? That's a question that there is no answer for. People have been asking that question for a hundred years. A thousand. It's like a, 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 maggot, a maggot magnet. WQAM, hello. I just had lunch at McDonald's and for Christ's sake. WQAM, hello. We're friends. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hola. Speaking English. Speaking English. Hola. WQAM, hello. 
Yes. How you doing, buddy? Okay, Pally. Are you still voting? Am I voting what? Are you voting for your boy Obama still? Yeah. Why? Because I wanna. What about McCain? What's up with him? What about him? What about a stodgy old right-wing loser that never found a war he didn't like? I think he. I think he'd do better than Obama, though. Okay, well, good. Go ahead and vote for him 40, 50 times, okay? An idiot like you is right up your alley. He doesn't know anything about the economy. He doesn't know that Iraq isn't on the border of Afghanistan. He doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. He's so senile, he makes Reagan look like an infant. Yes, but, but protecting uh, Jerusalem is within his blood. Well, his there bones. you go. That's what Jew Lieberman tells us. That's right. The two of them have had a surgical... They've finally been surgically separated. They were like Siamese twins there for a long time, but now Jew Lieberman finally got sliced off at the hip so he could come to South Florida and peddle some propaganda. Oh, he's so wonderful for Israel, and he eats a lot of deli. Oh, he me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Club there and drear, Jew Lieberman. You bastard. You lunatic. You loser. And, of course, the Democratic Party being as weak as they should just kick his ass out, you know, even though he claims to be an independent Democrat. He's an independent How lunatic. How are you an independent Democrat? Who, who knows? Who the hell knows? Chubb and Dreer. That's, that's what they say in China about Julie Lieberman at the Olympics. WQAM, hello. This is the problem. They got it rigged. The McCain camp has it rigged, Neil. We're not mm -hmm. going to get Obama in. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for him still, too, 40 or 50 times, but my one vote won't even get counted properly. WQAM, hello. I didn't think this was a sports station, but yet we're talking about the Marlins. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need is a whole bunch more sports stations, and then the Marlins are going to start drawing like crazy. You think? No. And don't forget, if, they, if you got one of those cowbells they gave away on the 7th of June, don't bring it to the stadium because they'll send you home like a, like a little child that just, farted, that just dumped in his pants. Yeah, that is just stupid. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with the cowbell? Are you going to take it home and ring-a-ding-ding it? Or what? You bring it to the ballpark and you make some noise. That's why they gave them out, I would assume. No, shh. Can't do that. No what? Can't do that. Shh. Gotta I thought you were going to say no Schmidt. No, no. Just, you, you shh. I bet they wouldn't let that, uh, that drum beater in uh, Cleveland in either. I beg your pardon? And the guy that's been beating it. Yeah, I know, for like I know who years. you're talking about, yeah. I bet uh, they wouldn't let him in uh, if they were running that place. I wonder if they ever, uh, if they drum beat or uh, seen, the, what's his name, naked. Who's the guy for the Indians? Uh, Gary Sizemore? Grady Sizemore. Grady, would you? Gary Sizemore? Yeah, you know. Grady Moore Size, man. You better get it straight. Now, there's a guy. There's a real guy. That's my opinion of a real guy, Grady Sizemore. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, real guy, Grady Sizemore. You don't think so? No, he's agreeing with you. Are you, are you serious? You're being sarcastic. No, I'm, being, sar I'm being sarcastic. Well, so why is that? What's wrong with Grady Sizemore? I guess there's nothing wrong with him. Because he looks too good? Is that the problem? Does he have to be really ugly like uh, Jay Fiedler, for example? Yes, I hate, yeah, I, I want everyone. Real ugly and Jewish like Jay Fiedler. Yes. Then you and Mo would like him. I don't know why you and Mo didn't get along better. Seems to me a lot in common. Yep. I'm going to Woodbine today, by the way. You're going to lose? I hope not. Is it Wednesday? No, it's Woodbine Tuesday. I can't okay. do Woodbine Wednesday on the air because I don't work Wednesday in the summertime. So it's Super Tuesday. 
I'll, you know what I'm going to do? I'll do whatever I want. That, that's one of the great things about having a few bucks and having your own car sitting down in a gay garage and uh, having your own life, and you do whatever you want. How's that solstice doing? Yeah, it's still there. It's not mine. It's not in my name anymore. It's not insured in my name. It's got nothing to do with me. Paco's driving it around and uh, whatever. And his boyfriend and maybe Mamacita, they're in town now for a month. The Gansa Mishpacha, they're here. You know how that works, don't you? Oh, yeah. The whole family shows up. Half of Mexico is in my building now for a month. It's all right. I'll survive. 1213 at QA. My God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dying out here. Those hot little Cubans in Miami are smart. They changed the name to Alien Heart. Exploitation is now down to a fine art. That's where the bucks are. You just head south on Lazaro Way. Until you see the human chain and giant water ride where you grab a tube or a raft. That's if you're floating up to a democracy. for you to say Julio and Hispanic once more? Is it possible? Well, my point is that... Your point is uh, you don't like Cubans, okay? Why'd you just say it? 
WQAM, hello. QAM. Going once. Going twice. Yes, sir. You ought to be. I was wondering. Uh, oh, God. How do you like that? He's sitting there with the radio turned up. I'll tell you, man, the summer heat must be getting to uh, a lot of folks. To everybody. To everybody. Wow. When he's got to figure out when the hell he's on. Reverend Putz. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. I think it would be a lot easier if we just gave everybody his home phone number and also uh, Prozac Ron. Just give him the phone number. That would be great. And then you could all talk to him all day long, without you know with a speed dialing. WQAM, hello. What happened to Dave Lamar? He got fired. Oh wow. Wow. I went to one of your former sponsors, and the food was great the other day. What was that, Mike? The Chaw Hut. Yeah. And uh, I love former sponsors like what about a hundred years ago? Uh, a long time uh-huh, ago, at least. Yeah. Yeah, look out there. Okay, my my my. My my my. Bye bye bye. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Y- your opinion? What should we do about Iran? <laughs> <laughs> your opinion? What should we do about Iran? Well, how about? Oh, my God, he's in Rochester, New Hampshire, all in St. McCain. We will see and are seeing economic, political, uh, judicial progress in that country. Right. Let's just stay there forever, then there will never be a problem. Except a whole bunch of dead people. Let's just stay there forever. WQAM, hello. I need Medicaid. WQAM, hello. I don't know who this Reverend Schwartz WQAM, hello. Neil, I'm looking at the pictures of your last appearance at Gulfstream when you're wearing the blue shirt, the long sleeve blue shirt. What about and, it? And, um, you know, Neil, I just got emotional. I mean, I just yeah, got emotional. Yeah, sounds like it, yeah. Sounds We're like you're having a breakdown. No, but I'm saying you've made me laugh, and, uh, you know, I know time is ticking, and, um, you know, I wish you the best of health, man. I wish you would be around for a Time is ticking, years. and I'm going to croak. Is that what you're going to try to tell me? I'm going to croak soon? No, I, don't, I wouldn't. I, that, that'll be a sad day, Neil. I mean, believe it or not, yeah. you, you, that'll be a very sad day. And I'm dying I'm, over here. Mm-hmm. At least I have over 200 of your recorded tapes that I always listen to when you're not on. Even I on have no life. I have no life. I have no life. I have no life. Yeah. I just want to say thanks, Neil. You're the best. Okay, bye-bye. And stay tuned. Woo! Poster wow. child for the I Have No Life crowd. Wow. He loves you. That's his routine, don't you get it? He doesn't love anybody. That's mm. just the routine. I think he loves you. Does he? Yeah. I sure wish I could say the feeling was mutual. It's not? 224 votes for The Simpsons is the best TV spinoff of all time from the uh, Tracy Ullman show, which I never saw, by the way. That was okay. 758 votes. You got a real legitimate shot at 800. Look at that Look at that crowd behind McCain. There's a woman who could be over the age of 400. There's... Who have been very. You see her? Are you on? Uh, you're not yeah. on. Yeah. Oh my God! To her left. To his left. To its left. And you see the guy with the VFW. Now there's a young guy sitting back there. Looks almost human with the glasses on. Not the guy in front of him. What? The guy that was sitting in front of that little guy. No, the kid with the glasses on. It's nodding his head after oh, McCain guy, said, yeah. "I'm a moron," and the yes. kid nodded, "Yeah, you sure are." That kid looks pretty good to me. I'd give him a shot. Sure, you would. I give him a ride, but hey, he's probably a prop. You know, they probably paid him fifty bucks to sit back there, and make it look like somebody under the age of a hundred. Alex McCain. I think twenty-five bucks was the price. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. 
Hi. I had a hard time getting through. How do the crazies keep getting through? They get through so easy. <laughs> yeah, they, they work hard at it. It's their profession. <laughs> um, I saw Before the Devil Knows Your Dad. It was and? excellent. I saw yeah. it last year when it first came out, and I, I told people about it, and nobody ever heard of it. Really? Yeah, it didn't get promoted very well. They didn't, you know. I guess it's when the writer's strike was going on and all the late-night talk shows were in reruns, and so nobody promoted I read a review of it in Entertainment Weekly, and it sounded good enough that I went out and saw it, and I was going to call it. Don't you think that needs a sequel? Um, no, I say leave it alone. Yeah, quit while you're ahead. I think I have a... I think I know what happened. I mean, that's just what I want to believe. Mm -hmm. That Hank. Well, don't don't spoil okay. the ending. No, I won't. But you know, Hank just you know. <laughs> Ethan Hawke was great in that movie. Ethan Hawke is always great. Yeah. Underrated. One of the underrated actors of our time. Uh, he went through fifty million different emotions in that movie. Mm -hmm. And Philip Seymour Hoffman, always good. Except I don't want to see him naked anymore. Please. <laughs> No, no. I'd rather see Ethan Hawke naked. There you go. Now you're talking. And we do. We see a little ass in there. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I keep telling people about it, and they go, I never heard of it. And I thought maybe when the DVD came out that it would get some word of mouth. But Well, I'm going to promote it. I'm going to tell everybody, instead of wasting all your money on the Marlin games, go out into your video store and buy Before the Devil Knows You Did. Or There Will Be Blood. Don't waste money on that either. Oh, God. Have yeah. a great day. All right. Bye now. Bye. That's right. She makes a good point. Instead of wasting your money on the There Will Be Blood, I'll go out and get Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Hey, we had a real caller that time, too. Hey, we've had some calls today. You aren't paying much attention, mister. I'll tell you that right now because you're too worried about your 800 votes on that stupid poll. Well, you know. And don't let me forget, one time before the end of the show, i got to read that whole poll. 761. You can do it at 1, or you can take us right after 2. Maybe 105. I still want to know why you were kissing DA's ass this morning. That was so bad. He was, wasn't that's his job. job. He was saying the most aberrant, the most unacceptable things about the Marlins. Wait till word gets back to Little Dog, man, when he gets back from vacay. And why does he say vacay? Is that because it rhymes with gay? I mean, what, you know, he keeps saying that? Yes. It's your job. Whip his ass into shape tomorrow. Leader. They're beautiful.
33 at 560 WQM. By the way, the uh, movie Before the uh, Devil Knows You're Dead is directed by Sidney Lumet, one of the great directors of all time. What else has he directed? Serpico, Dog Day Afternoon, Network, 12 Angry Men, a whole bunch of great, uh, Murder on the Orient Express, one of the greatest directors of all time. You don't know Sidney Lumet? I did not until just now. I didn't realize I, I, what, what are you, some kind of like a... Um, a guy that doesn't get out of the house very often? Yeah, pretty much. Did you see Network? I did not see Network. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! Now, Chris, you saw it. That is correct. And? It's a pretty good movie. That wasn't a ringing endorsement right there. No, I mean, it's got a good message. It's a little slow every once in a while, but it's, you know, it's worth seeing. Should I see the movie network? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh. Just don't watch it late at night when you're tired. Why, is it scary? No. No, it's he's, a little he's slow you're at times. fall asleep. It's a little oh, okay. slow at times, but it's a good movie. One of the greatest movies ever made. There is no question about it. And, and how could you understand? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh. The significance of that when you never saw the movie. Now, certainly you've heard that line, right? Excuse me, say that again? I think we're having a disconnect here. <laughs> certainly you've heard that line a million times. I yes. And you never wondered what, what that's all about, where it's from, what, uh, what it is? Nah, I just like that. Okay, so forget seeing the movie, just run around yelling. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And then when people ask you why you're mad, they'll say you work for Jolly Joe Bell. Rhymes with hell. I'm just going to tell them that I saw the movie Network, and they'll understand. There you go. Tell them that uh, you and Howard Beale are tight. You and Peter Finch. Poor Peter Finch, man. He's still dead. He was great. One of the really underrated actors of all time. Peter Finch. Great. Sensational. Spectacular. Dead. You know what they say? The good people are the fat people, and the fat people are the dead people. Although he wasn't fat. He's just dead. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello? Hello, yes. Hi, Neil. Um, I'm one of your favorite female listeners, and I came to see you in person at the, wow. um, at the track with George. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a lawyer, and I want you to know that I see Norma Kent in a courthouse every day. And I, don't what, wow. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not practicing law. Well, he's practicing something, I'm sure of that. But he's like always roaming around, walking the halls. But I never really. He's probably see him. practicing something that's against the law, no doubt. Many things. And then I always run up and tell him how much I love you, and he says, "Oh yeah, I'm really doing a good job for Neil." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a sense of humor, Norma. <laughs> and if I can make a request, please yes. for something by Mr. Mouse. Okay. Thanks, Neil. You got it. 
Give Norm a big kiss on the lips for me. Okay. Bye. Okay, see ya. Although I wouldn't do that. God only knows where those lips have been. But I think I got a good idea. Yeah, be careful. Can we take a look at that poll, see how Chris is doing on there? I'm not going to read the results because it's 774. 775. I think we could make straight. what? 775. Get it straight. I think we could make 850. Well, we might be 850, pushing. that's one of the sports stations, isn't it? Uh, I don't think isn't it's WFTL. So. No, isn't no. it? Yeah, yes. Yes. It might be FTL, but it's not one of the sports ones. That's all they got is sports ones now. They changed the format of all their uh, shows. Well, 850 their... is not one of those two new ones that they came out with. What? 850 is not one of those two new sports networks, radio stations. What is it? I believe it's 640 and 1400. And what do they play on 850? What, what do they uh, say? What do they play? What do they? Uh... I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, huh? maybe. Maybe that, yeah. No, what, what are they, what kind of stage, what's the floor mat, mister? You're the radio expert. I got no idea. Oh, jeez, let me look it up. God. It's not sports. Too bad George isn't, isn't here today. He sure no, not. George is out sick, by the way. WFTL live on the Your Joyce Kaufman. <laughs> oh, my God, are you kidding me? 1 to 4 p.m., Joyce Kaufman. Oh, God. And the O'Reilly factor. Oh, you're right. It's uh, they're still putting that uh, crap on here. It gets uh, big numbers like we have at night. Oh, Point oh, like that. <coughs> Is that scary or what? Yes. You That's call- uh, what's his name again? That's uh, what, what's his name? James Crystal Radio. Steve Lappa. Norma Kant says he's got the Midas touch in reverse. Everything he touches turns to Schmidt. That's what Norma says. Speaking of her. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hola. How exactly does the show work? You call in, you give a subject, and then you comment on it? No. Well, the call works like this. I give the numbers out, and a bunch of chronic idiots call 600 times. I'm not quite familiar. That's how it works. Like you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We're talking about why you folks won't go see the Marlins. How about if we give you the tickets for free? Would you still go? No. Huh? Might that do no. it? No. How, yeah. how about if DA ran around on Lincoln Road Mall and handed out tickets free for everybody? There you go. You think? That's a good promotion. Yeah. They don't they don't promote though anymore, it seems to me. I could be wrong about that, but well they do that Saturday night thing, right? They get when they give free crap away or they give a free concert, then people show up. Yes. Well yes, you know the interest, you know the interesting part about that? If the stadium isn't right next door to everybody in town, it's not the best location. How come so many of these people can show up when there's some free concert or some other freebie being handed out? But if uh, people expect them to pay to go see some sporting event, oh, it's too far. Oh, we can't get there. Oh, the parking is atrocious. Like that. I think Follow my uh, logic there? I think you answered your own question. Because they're full of crap and because they're cheap and because uh, they don't want to. That's why. They don't want to. Biggest name. The best talent. Sports Radio 560 QAM. you got to be kidding me. Uh-huh. Well, where's the sports leader? Where's that? Oh, they don't really worry about that. Stunt rejoin. I'll take your children. I'll sell them to some Haitians. What, 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 Hey, Perot. What? By the way, son, I've been giving it some thoughts. What do you think it is? I knows that me and you tend to do much better go in six to ten and not in five. A Gentile and a cranky Jew, I think we might be happy together. I think you really gone out of your mind. 
You gotta have your wee wee bag Strapped on too tight No chance I'll do a show with you I'd rather die We'd be crappy together Why I'll have you know That I'm a big buggy Jew From Brooklyn Heights I've been raided by everybody but you You're not my type Me and Mo That would blow No way that if we had a fight that you'd survive Who'd wanna hear a genitile And pushy type That's crappy together Joy, 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 joy Is much better six than ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. I think we might be happy together. What, 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 what? Happy together. Gotta love it. Twelve minutes before one at five sixty WQM. I gotta love it almost as much as Zach loves the mo. Oh yeah, but that's a lot. Guess whose uh, bio is on the six forty website? Who's up? I'll give you a clue. I absolutely want to puke. Mifo. Mifo. Wow. 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 What is that sports penis thing? And now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to wrap this sports section around my penis. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was a, a, a chicken egg thing on Boca. I mean, on uh, Mifo, whatever his name is. Wow. Now, wait till you hear the uh, distortions. I don't want to say lies. You know how in the media they talk about, the, like, the president's distortions on the reasons for going to war in Iraq and stuff like that, as opposed uh-huh. to, like, lies. I guess they figure that Greg Reed and Joe Bell are the only ones who lie, and everybody else just distorts. Jeff DeForest, a 73 graduate of Syracuse University, began his journalism career in California as sports editor of a suburban L.A. daily newspaper. But after he branched into radio, he was hooked, as were his loyal fans. Defoe rose to the top of the Miami ratings when he first hosted a nightly talk show on WIOD back in 1981. He rose to the top of the Miami ratings. I don't remember that. I must have forgot. Yeah, probably. As Miami expanded from one pro-franchise Dolphins down to the Heat, Panthers, Marlins, and major college powerhouse University of Miami, Jeff and sports media grew with the city. Jeff was ultimately tapped to host Morning Drive on Miami's first all-sports radio station, 560 WQAM. Now, did he host the morning show, or was it like the worst team? Is he on there with the Joe and the Geldy? Yes. But it says he was, uh, picked to, uh, he was picking it. I absolutely want to puke. And here's the best part. By 2002, it was time to branch out. It doesn't say anybody was getting fired. I absolutely want to puke. For that engine business. It doesn't say anything about that. It says uh, it was time to branch out. Uh, Devo came to News Talk 850 WFTL and not only covered the Miami Fort Lauderdale radio market, but got a big base of fans in West Palm Boca. He left in 2005 to work for Miami's second all-sports station, 790, the ticket, 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 ticket. 
His career came full circle in October 2007 as Defoe came back to his News Talk roots, joining the News Talk 850 WFTL morning news team and helping to sign on Miami's third all-sports station, WFTL 640 Fox Sports. Jeff does double duty every morning. So, in other words, they got his show on two of their stations. That would be like Channel 10 buying Channel 6. Yep. You know what I'm thinking? I absolutely want to puke. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're writing somebody's, uh, you're trying to glitz it up a little bit. You don't write about them being canned all over the place, no, stuff that, like that. That wouldn't be good in the bio, you're right. <clears throat> and certainly we don't want to tell anybody that Defoe is well known as a... Indian killer. That would be bad, too. You still have McCain on the TV? Yeah. Did you see the girl behind uh, him on the, the right side? The little girl? She was just yawning, almost fell over in her chair. Oh, no. How about, look at that guy, that the Kiwanis or Elks or whatever that hat is he's wearing. With the glasses, that face, oh, yeah. that fat-faced old redneck. Is that a real oh, person, or God. is that a billboard-like thing? Is that a real person? And look at look at that trailer trash bitch uh, behind, I mean, uh, lady bitch behind McCain there. You see oh, her? She's definitely paid. God. Trailer trash. There's got to be her kids next there. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes. Hi, I enjoy your show. Um, saying hi to Zach and um, Chris. And I just wanted to tell you that the person you were thinking about earlier with different sports guys coming back was Ken Singleton. Ken Singleton, that's right. He does the Yankee games with uh, David Conehead. Right. And, and Paul O'Neill does it also. Oh. And, and Mike, Michael Kay, um, you know, and all the, like, the Yankees employ the guys when they have no other jobs. So they right, now that's right. When their careers are finished and they're washed up, all of a sudden they're a broadcaster. They have a magic wand. Yes. But I enjoy your show. I listen to you all the time. Thanks, sweetheart. Have a great day. You too. Hope you See, we had three ladies call today, and you oh! you aren't even aware of it, Chris. You're not even paying any yeah, attention. You're giving... No, you're not. Zach the, and quality, the quality of the callers today is enough to make George envious tomorrow. Zach and I were just talking about the, the last caller. Talking about what? The lady who just called calls uh, Joe's show a lot. Well, she's nice. She is nice. Her, I think her name is Nancy. She calls it a lot. She calls Are it a lot. Are you trying to say too much, maybe? No, I never. Seven ninety four on the pool. I'm just trying to get even with you for the way you kissed Da's ass this morning. Come on, no one kissed anyone. No, you, you, you really just, You should have given him some serious crap. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I told him that it's a football town that no one's going to show up for baseball, and it's no one else's fault besides the well, fact. Well, tell him again tomorrow, and tell him that nobody gets a oh, point oh. on this station, okay? I will this used that. to be a great radio station before Joe Bell came along and ruined it, and that nobody comes in from Kansas City and gets a oh, point oh. at night, even following that dead air he's on after. Vincent Bugliosi, his book is The Prosecution of George W. Bush for Murder. Somebody sent me a two-page fax about it, and what am I supposed to do? Get everybody to go out there and buy it? He's great, by the way, Vincent Bugliosi. I've read some of his books. Good guy. Got some big balls. And the media's not talking about it because it's too close to the truth. The media doesn't want to give you the truth. There's one thing I've been trying to tell you for 30 years now. The media is sick and needs help badly. Oh! Right. Speaking of uh, unacceptable people besides George W. Bush, Michael Savage. One of the most obnoxious people who was ever allowed on the radio. Even more obnoxious than do, 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 do. that's possible. Can I you believe know. it? I don't know. The radio program of conservative shock jock Michael Savage has been canceled by one Mississippi network following his controversial claim that autism is almost always the result of a brat who hasn't been told to cut the act out. 
They don't have a father around to tell them, don't act like a moron, Savage went on during his July 16 broadcast. You'll get nowhere in life. Stop acting like a putz. Straighten up. Act like a man. Don't act like a girl. Don't cry. This is a guy who's made a career out of just being a professional bigot. He's like the David Duke of radio. It was just horrible what he said. It's terrible. Said Steve Davenport, president of Telesouth Communications, in explaining the cancellation. It was just horrible. I mean, it's terrible. When you talk about people in politics, business people, that's one thing. But when you talk about defenseless children, that's another, he said. Some parents of autistic children want Savage to be fired entirely. Evelyn Ain, who organized a protest outside the studios of WORAM in New York on Monday, explained, this isn't just freedom of speech, it's hateful speech. Wendy Fournier of the National Autism Association called Savage's remarks over the line and cruel. It's heartbreaking. It's terrible. One protesting parent told CNN, the whole lives of families change in raising a child with autism. Martin Schwartzman's 15-year-old son, Robbie, is moderately autistic. It really hurt my feelings, said Robbie's twin sister, Allison. <clears throat> However, law professor Nate Persilli cautioned, the Constitution protects your right to be a jerk sometime. Jerky speech is protected. Savage was previously fired by MSNBC in 2003 over anti-gay comments. At the time of this writing, an online petition calling for his firing over the latest flap already gained 1,600 signatures. However, a statement posted on Savage's website yesterday offered no apology, but instead insisted that autism is being overdiagnosed by greedy doctors, a statement with which Persilli disagrees, as if we care. Persilli, you Persilli person. Yeah, he's a, a bigoted piece of turd. It doesn't belong on the air, but nevertheless, give him a job. Yeah, that's right. Put him on here. There's a really, really great-looking young man sitting behind uh, McCain there with his uh, thing on his lip. Oh, I see. He looks pretty good to me. I mean, I'd sure. give him about an eight. What? Sure. If you, if you he's a good-looking young man. In fact, you see the way he's taking his hand? Like, like, oh, I can't believe this old man is saying these crazy things. Like that. The biggest name. The best talent. I have no life. Oh, and when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fair and balance one to two hours. I have no problem with Defoe, but Defoe is somewhat intimidated. And it's like laws or... Peter well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Intimidated by what, Jeff? What do you have that I'm intimidated by? Well, I don't know. You kind of turn red when I come in the studio. Why, why would I turn red when you come in here? Just because I'm looking at a guy that's uh, trying to warm his way on this show. I'm not warming my way on. I don't want your well, what job. Are you, talking about? you know what? This goes back. Let's clear the air right now, Jeff Rimmer. Yeah, back at the Isle of Dreams, former radio station, when you came on the air on Neil Rogers' show and trashed virtually everybody that worked at the station, I got the feeling that you were sending a message to Neil and trying to work your way around going through conventional systems that, about getting a job on the air that you were saying that I was sandbagging your chances of getting on the radio. Absolutely. And that's what I kept hearing from people Absolutely that knew you personally. And instead of saying it to me, you're running around saying, Oh, well, this DeForest is the reason I'm not getting a job. No, here. that's not true. That's not true. But anyway, I want to move no, on. No, no, no. Hey, wait, 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 no, no, no. You're just going to move on? Move on. You're saying I'm jealous of what you're doing? No, and I'm not I... saying well, that. Well, what is that, Jeff? You come on our show that, and really. say that? No. I'm, what I am saying, though, is this. I just feel sometimes you kind of get a little uncomfortable. I'm intimidated by you. Well, who wouldn't be uncomfortable with a guy that's trying to stab you in the back? Oh. oh. That was uh, some of the great moments from the first team. That is awesome radio right there. Wasn't that good? Where Rimmer calling in Mifo? Boy, they hit each other. Mifo was so paranoid about Rimmer that I think he had like a voodoo doll. Or maybe it was a blow-up doll. I remember one or the other. You know, you saw you hear Joe in the middle of that just trying to egg it on. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. That's your buddy Joe. 
He's a Schmidt disturber, man. Oh, yeah. Like he always says, he wants to stir it up. Why does he say that? He loves confrontation. I've never met even, someone who loves it. Even that thing where he talks about the Mo accusing him of stirring it up. Remember that? I want to give you an update of what yes. took place just now off the air, because I think it's important to hear this. <laughs> Howard just called the radio station, Howard David, who I get along with great, I thought. He called me and <laughs> saying I was trying to stir it up. See, there you go, stir it up. Trying to stir it up. I got some great news. This is some of the best news in the history of South Florida. Are you wow. aware of it? Oh, my God. I'm shaking. Go ahead. You better hang on real tight, okay? Hey, no up? free food today, huh? No. I would invite you guys to give a free plug to somebody who brought in food and fed his troops, but uh, I guess it no. didn't happen. No. No. Howie's today? Is Howie's not bringing food anymore? Don't uh, bring it if we call him. If we pay for the whole thing. How can guys like you afford to pay for food? Exactly. You know, you know something? I got a really great idea. I think all the troops, all the underlings who get paid hourly and who get paid squat, like you guys, and there's many others, you ought to put together a memo and send it to Joe Bell, paste it on his door, and say, just so that we don't have to give free plugs anymore and the food has to be paid for, we got a really good idea. When they bring the food, we'll also have them bring a bill, and we'll have you, and you can pay for it. Yeah, like an expense account. Yeah, that's right. Then it solves the problem. Sounds good to me. Yeah, then you're not getting, you're not plugging anybody, and you're paying for the food, or the station is anyway. And that's the way it should work. Fat ass Jolly Joe should pay for the food. How can anybody be that man? He, he makes Ebenezer Scrooge look like a good humor man. That's Ooh. what a cheap bastard he is. Good humor. Mm. Are you starting with the food again? I thought no. you were doing good on that diet. I am doing good on it. I yeah. thought you were losing weight weekly. Now you're spelling that W-E-E-K or W-E-A-K-L-Y. Weekly. Pounds are shedding off me. How much you weigh? Right now, about 278. I started at 319. 41 pounds. Yeah. Well, the overall, yeah. Something like that. Now, who weighs more? Which one of you guys weighs more? Now that would be me. Aren't you embarrassed? Don't you feel that you want to catch up with Zach? Yes, I'll start going to the gym every day like he does. You're going to the gym? I go every day, yes. Maybe maybe you could go with Brady Quinn to the gym. I'd probably be able to pick up a couple more well, girls or guys at that point. Yeah, pick up anything you want. Yeah. If you look like that, Good especially point. naked. Um, if he's naked, I'm not going with him. <laughs> That might be a little intimidating, I guess. Yeah. How about, how about just with, like, a, like a loincloth? If, like as long Stephen as he's covered Stephen Stratton, that movie 10,000 B.C., that really is a piece of crap. Oh, just, so thanks for that, sending it to me, George. I got that coming on Netflix. It's not good? What? 10,000 10, B.C.? 10,000 B.C., yeah. Well, good luck to you. All right, thanks. Instead, before the devil knows you're dead. Can you please that write on that there. down? I put it on to the Netflix. I'm telling you, it's great. And it's not a chick flick or anything like that. There's a lot of violence in it. It's a very you said very movies, com- right? You said movies? Huh? Movies movies. Like that. Yeah, that's fine. That's and all- even Philip Seymour Hoffman is uh, naked if you want to puke your guts out. Jesus. Yeah. Why, why is it that all these directors think we want to see him naked? I never want to see him naked, ever. No, I want him with a lot of clothes on. He's a great actor. I love him and uh, all that. But, Jesus, I don't want to see him with his shirt off, even. I want to see him in a snowstorm. And, and I a certainly snow don't want to see him like in a simulated sex act like in the beginning of the movie. When oh, he's, God. Uh, yes. Exactly. I'd rather talk about yeast. Oh, woo! 
I'd rather see Ron Jeremy. Well, no, not really. I'd rather die than see Ron Jeremy again. Doesn't he were, coach were you the Orlando Magic now? Were you around the day that he came in the studio that Al Goldstein brought him in? That's a long time ago. No, I was not. And he, he sat down across from me, across from where you're sitting right now. And he was actually insulted because I said he was fat and hairy and grotesque. But it's true. Yeah, I mean, is, is it debatable? Of course no. not. And I was just marveling at the fact that a guy who looked like that could make make it big in porno movies. I mean, a guy who's just so gruesome, although he is double-jointed. I'll give him that, you know. Now, can I get back to this important story? It's a lot more important than Super Ron Jeremy. Yes, sir, go for yeah. it. Yeah, sorry. AT&T television service challenges Comcast and DirecTV. Oh, oh hallelujah. Oh, happy day. You're not excited? I'm very I'm signing up for it right now. AT&T turned on television service yesterday in South Florida, becoming the first big phone company to challenge cable and satellite companies in Florida since the state last year opened the cable TV industry to competition. Thank God. The telephone giant's U-verse is available in parts of Broward and Dade counties, where it'll compete with Comcast and satellite provider DirecTV. Well, nobody's taken my DirecTV, I'll tell you that. You got DirecTV? I do not. You do not? I have Comcast at the house right now. Well, I mean, it's not like one is exclusive of the other. One is cable and one is a dish. Yeah, no, I only have one. I only have Comcast. My, well, why my is dad's that? got both. R- remember, um, we make no money. Well, how come Joe Bell hasn't hooked you up with DirecTV? Now, nope. do we still have that problem in the station where they don't pay the bill and uh, they keep shutting DirecTV off? Only every couple of months. Uvers, which runs via the Internet, will be available in Palm Beach County. I guess, uh, what's the date on this? I guess they mean next Monday. For years, phone companies like AT&T and Verizon wanted to jump into the cable TV arena, viewing it as a way to bundle cable TV with landline phone, cell phone, Internet services. This will keep prices lower, innovation higher. Jeff Kagan, a telecom analyst based in Georgia, said of the rivalry between traditional cable providers and telephone companies. The basic U-verse TV package called U-100 offers up to 100 channels and starts at 44 bucks a month. It comes with one high-definition receiver, and customers don't need any Internet service to subscribe. More advanced bundle packages, which require AT&T, TV, and high-speed Internet options, cost from 77 to 154 bucks a month. AT&T's bundle packages include web and remote access to a digital voice recorder for recording TV programs and access to AT&T's online photos to content on Flickr, a photo-sharing website. Remember my friend Flickr? No. No. Basic AT&T Internet service like Fast Access DSL Lite or dial-up service will not support U-verse programming, AT executive Rhett Hutchinson said during a demonstration in Miami yesterday. AT&T will continue rolling out U-verse in South Florida and other markets in the Southeast through 2008. South Floridians interested in U-verse can plug in their zip code at uverse.att.com for areas offering the service or call uh, numbers I'm not going to give out. They want to buy some spots, I'll be glad to give them out, right? Absolutely. I think this is the greatest thing in the history of uh, South Florida. If, if anybody needed competition, man, it was the cable people. I mean, I don't want to complain about remote controls that you have to stand on your head to change the channel on on your cable. I don't want to talk about that because that would be a bad idea. I don't want to do that. Yeah, don't do so that. So I won't. What? Yeah, don't do that. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Yes. No. So I'm not the only one. No. It's not my incompetence that can't change the channel. That I can't punch it in fast enough? No, it would be our incompetence, I guess. Both of us. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Hey, Neil, you're a man of credibility. Can you honestly tell me that George belongs on the radio? Well, well, let me ask you. Have you got a sock over your uh, phone or what? My 
own. Yeah, there we go. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. You're over eight hundred votes on your poll, by the way, Mister Chris. I think you ought to be really proud as punch. Eight nineteen. You're going to do the eight fifty and then some. I smell nine hundred. All right. Oh no. See, you're, let me say this. We're delighted that you're there today, filling in for George, who's out sick as a dog. But uh, don't start interfering with the Chris's poll. Wait a minute. Now, who's the first person to, to guest host like me that got a million votes on their poll? Come on. This is true. That's right. Come on. Eric's not going to uh, fudge it for you today. I don't need him to. We got a million. He's not going to fudge it. We got one million. We got a tight budget, and Eric ain't going to fudge it. Don't don't do it, Eric. Don't listen to this uh, fatso. He's a spy from the DA show who's got a. Point. Oh, and he's working feverishly to get us down on that level. Although the way Joe Bell's running things, I think we can do it. I think we can all do it, don't you? Oh yeah, we can all get down to where our first number starts with a. Oh, would be good. By the way, July thirtieth. That's not that far away. That's a week from tomorrow. Am I right? Yes. Isn't that the day that the book comes out? Yes. And it's a Wednesday, and I won't be working that day. What a shame. Yeah. Yeah. The best Holy Mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. You fairy. Who got wrong, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. <laughs> Absolutely. Hands up to Larry. We all thank you for giving writers something funny to do. WQM. Now, this fax that you sent me, these two pages, this is really something. Did you look at these? Oh, yeah. No, well, you don't understand because uh, you know who this is. Uh, Chris would know. Uh-huh. Now, let me give you a clue. The second page is an ad, and it says, Save up to 50% off on your current home. Oh, insurance. him. Well, he is Mario, who called in earlier and says, Neil, like I told you, I love you and your show. I wish you the best. I have over 200 tapes that I recorded to enjoy when you were not on the radio. Here's my info. I love Mario. And he, he wants me to give a plug for his uh, insurance thing. Oh, yeah. I think he needs a butt plug. Rectum. That's where he needs the plug. 
So, but uh, I give him uh, high marks though because at least he, he changed his act. You know, he's trying. In the beginning, it was just uh, save fifty percent off on your channel. So I'm going to call the FCC and complain about that. And now he's trying something different. So at least he's you know he's uh, working it around. Hey, he's changing so up a little. Yeah, that's right. As opposed to the same old monotonous. Oh my God! How's the quarter slot guy doing? Have you heard from him? Dead maybe. Oh, wouldn't that be great? I don't think I'm going to Woodbine. I think I'm more interested in lunch. Why don't you do two and one? No, I, I'm not going to eat there. Why I might not? go after lunch, but I sure as hell don't want to eat lunch there. Oh, my. Although I could go up in the cafeteria in the trackside, have the pizza. I don't eat the crust. I just eat, you know, the pep, Pappy Rooney and the cheese with a fork. You ever do that? Yes. I'm sure you did. Chris probably never did because he doesn't care. I've done He's it a couple times. You have done that? Yeah. Oh, Larry Kent, speaking of uh, radio people, he used to do that all the time. He'd get a big pie, pepperoni and cheese from Mary's on 441. Eat the whole pie with a fork. Don't eat the crust. And guess what? Now he's been dead a long time. Although he was as big as both of you guys put together. That's not good. No, and now he's dead. That's even worse. WQAM, hello. I'm alive. QAM, hello. Unfortunately. QAM. Hi there. Hi. Calling regarding the program. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. I got an answer for you about the Marlins. The Marlins, yes. No one cares. Right. Didn't, isn't that what I said? Yeah, exactly. But here And then this whole entire community is filled with posers and wannabes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So then someone Loser. comes out and says all of a sudden it's cool to follow the Marlins, and they all want to claim ownership of that coolness, so they rush out. And then well, when, when it culminates, when it ends, then they don't have the energy to continue with it because it's over. They're on mm -hmm. to the next more interesting, you know, shiny object to play with. And that's why. That's the God's honest truth. And this town sucks for sports. It always will. That's correct. The only people that follow sports down here are these diehard people that migrated from some other colder part of the earth. And they're still diehards, and, but they don't give a crap about the local teams. They only care about the teams that they migrated from. That is correct. And, and it's a joke. Now let's move on to more interesting things, man. Please. Thank you. <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was going to come on yeah. with something more interesting, but obviously not. It's like when people call and say, oh, I can't stand you talking about, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. And then I'll say, okay, well, what do you want to talk about? Oh, anything else. Click. Anything else, yeah. In other words, they have no material. It's just uh, whatever whatever you're talking about, they don't like it because it's South Florida, because they're misfits. We don't like that. Let me say it again. Save the money. I don't know how much it costs for Marlin tickets these days. Like 10 bucks, 12 bucks, Less 14? probably, yeah. So maybe let's round it off, 15 bucks for a decent ticket. Take two... The price of two tickets, thirty bucks. About thirty, man. And go out and buy uh, the uh, DVD, and you can probably rent it for what? What does it cost to rent a DVD? I don't rent them. Five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks. Less than half the price of a ticket to the stupid Marlin games, and you can rent a good movie before the uh, devil knows you're dead. And believe me, you'll watch it. You'll be entertained. You'll say, "Hey, that was that was a couple hours well worth it spent." As opposed to schlepping into a ball game and now it starts raining, you get soaked, you get pneumonia, you got doctor bills to pay, maybe they tow away your car. 
Because you have to park in Yenemsveld somewhere, like a zillion miles. Am I right? Yeah. It's a schlep, man. It's a project. Put something interesting out there, like uh, like an orgy. Put something people might be interested in seeing, something exciting. Not a stupid baseball game. Nobody watches baseball anymore. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Wow. QAM, hola. Yeah, anybody who claims they're an independent Democrat is really nothing but a stinking Republican, especially that Mossad agent posing as a senator from Connecticut. Right. You, you rock, Neil. See ya. Was he taking a shot at my good friend Jew Lieberman? Oh, never. What a son of a bitch he is, that Jew Lieberman, man. What a piece of turd standing there with McCain. Oh, God. In fact, even McCain said, Echmer, a Democrat. He don't even know what that means. Smith & Wesson, here's some more good news, is manufacturing a commemorative revolver in honor of the landmark U.S. Supreme Court ruling that backed the right of individuals to own guns for self-defense. Oh, and guess what other movie I saw last night on TV, which I've seen before. George liked it a lot. It's called Vacancy. You know how Mad Dog's always talking about there's a vacancy in the hotel? Mm -hmm. Is it the movie where they have, they're like on tape killing people? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it. That's that's good. Not great, but it's good. It's good. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. And the guy, the the clerk, who's, of course, the mastermind of this whole insane operation in the motel. He's a scary dude. Yeah, he reminds me of somebody I know. I can't think of who it is. Some crazy person. So what do I want for lunch? Turkey. This, this flew by today pretty damn good, didn't it? Yep. And you want to know why? Why? George is homesick. Oh. And that's, just, that's just a cheap shot. Don't don't say that. Then they'll call tomorrow and, oh, George, Neil was taking shots at you yesterday. Well, that's all right. You just what really we need another movie? gun. What? You really good about that movie, Vacancy? What? Kate Beckinsale. There, there's no nudity in that movie. I don't care. She doesn't have to. I mean, it's, it's in a motel, so there's plenty of opportunity for them to get naked before all. Although there is nudity. I take that back. One of the, one of the tapes that they watch, there's that uh, blonde chick running around naked with all her uh, parts exposed. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. My favorite part. Oh. Or parts. Nothing in there for me. Nobody uh, no hot guys in that movie. But it, it's a good movie. Vacancy. 8.33 on the poll. you got 35 minutes for 17 votes. If we do it, it's going to be a feather oh! in our crap, man. A big old feather. We'll do it. Like Yankee Doodle went to town. How does that go? Yankee Doodle went to town and ate some macaroni? So like that. F- full of bologna? Riding on a pony? Right. And chopped Chuck off a feather in his bologna. head and a macaroni? Yeah, like that. Is that how it goes? I think so. Yankee Doodle, baby. Maybe somebody will call and recite it for us, which would be one of our better calls. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
560 WQM. I would say that beyond a shadow of a doubt, the greatest uh, show in the history of radio was the Mo and Gildy show. Absolutely. Wouldn't you agree? I, they had a great producer also. Doi, 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 doi. What a combination. Not, not, not Howard David and uh, Steve Goldstein. I'm talking about the Mo and Gildy show. Oh, yeah. Here's some bad news, man. Farmed founders charged with fraud. Oh, my God. Carlos and Jorge de Cespedes. Founders of Farmed, once one of the largest Hispanic-owned businesses in the country, were charged today with health care-related wire fraud and income tax evasion in federal court. They faced up to 25 years in a slammer. Federal prosecutors filed the charges in information, which is usually an indication that the defendants are willing to cooperate and plead guilty, but U.S. Attorney's Office refused to say whether that applied in this case. The health care fraud charges related to a... Alleged kickback scheme involving two and a half to seven and a half million dollars that Kendall Regional Hospital said Farmed uh, paid Farmed for goods they never received. Three hospital employees had already been charged in that case, and attorneys for the three say they're cooperating in the case. The brothers were not immediately available for comment, but earlier this year they vehemently denied the allegations of an HCA hospital chain attorney that the kickback scheme went all the way to the top of Farmed's organization, according to a court transcript. That is totally untrue, the brothers told the Herald in a January email. We wouldn't suggest that because Kendall Regional employees were involved in the scheme that it goes all the way to the top of HCA management. In the tax case, the brothers are charged with not paying $8 million taxes on $21 million in allegedly hidden income over three years, 2002, 3, and 4. The brothers are expected to make their first court appearance at 1.30 this afternoon. In fact, they're before a federal magistrate right now as we speak. How do you like that for timing, huh? Pretty damn good if you ask me for a guy that don't do any show prep. What a freaking joke. Let me tell you something, Ken Charles. When you work for Joe Bell, it's a miracle that anybody shows up for work at all, much less doing any prep. How about some Prep H for all you losers over there at Cheap Channel, huh? That's the prep they need. Prep H. How about for Dave Lamont, Miss Lamont, who gets canned, and they don't want to tell anybody that he got canned. That's the best part. That's what this business is famous for. People work their ass off for a company for years and years, and then all of a sudden, one day they're not there, like Mike Winery, for example, in IOD. One day they just disappear. And the management won't even let him go on here to say goodbye, you know. Of course not. No. Like, like Mo. Do, 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 do. Did he get to say goodbye? He didn't? I can't believe that. No, no I think he, he did. did not. Didn't he? Get out of here. I'm not sure. I had a call from Jolly Joe Bell on a Friday afternoon. He said, oh, uh, uh, Howard David's done his last show on QAM. Like, that was going to make me happy. I think and look what we got now. Anyway. We had Mo from 2 to 4. Look what we got now. Oh, my goodness. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. Bill. Yes. I'll tell you why people don't go to Marty's games. Yeah. Because of people in the radio station, the guys don't support the team. The only thing you guys know what to do about it is, you know, criticize. Yeah. Why don't you change your opinion for a little bit, you know? No. And you got no material. That's why you're talking about the Marty's today. I got some material for you. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. How'd I know? Well, good guess, huh? My psychic powers again. He's got some material. Oh, you're good. All, I can smell it all the way here. I'm sure you could. Wow. See, we don't yeah, support the guys the on the radio. If you, he's talking about you on the sports show. It's not me. If you and Joe would just uh, pump it up a little bit, I'll, he talks to way too much about the Marlins. I know. 
838 on the poll. You do know that? Well, why, oh, yeah. why don't you, as the executive producer of that show, like you did the previous time, yeah. why don't you make a decision, an executive decision, that you're not going to talk so much about the freaking Marlins? Because, unfortunately, for the last couple of weeks, that's all there is to talk about. What about Jason Taylor? Now, because of Jason Taylor. What about Janet Jackson and Justin Tinkerbell? Well, today, if Joe was there, would he would have talked about it. No, he wouldn't. Probably not. You're right. Jason Taylor. It would have been all JT. Dan right? Dancing with the stars, baby. He dancing with the stars. That that whole thing, I just I don't understand the whole deal there. He did it because he wants to be in Hollywood. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, there's no question about that. You can see that with his calendar way back when. Remember the calendar? Yeah. Seems a little bit gay to me. Not that I'm suggesting, because I'm sure you know. Not that it makes any difference. Doesn't seem a little bit gay. WQAM, hello. Chris Hayes stole candy's make. QAM, hello. Chris is my friend. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Yeah, that other guy who called about the Marlins saying it's your fault, he's an idiot and a moron. People aren't going to the Marlins because they don't want to hang out with a bunch of OEA meters like him. That's it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. And like I said, even way back in the beginning, I used to go to a lot of Marlins games back in the beginning. And I realized that the people who were watching the games didn't even understand baseball. We're not talking about a hockey game. We're not talking about something complicated. We're talking about a baseball game. Now, did you keep score? No. I did that as a kid. Adults don't keep score at a ball game. Oh, Maybe you're, if you're, you're nine years old. What? You're kidding yourself. You don't think adults do that? <clears throat> they keep score? Yeah, of course they do. Why? Plenty of sports dorks out there. Why is that? Because they just are. There's no real answer for that. They keep score. They have the scorebook. Yeah, they have. I mean, I did that when I did the UM games. I had to have the scorebook because I was broadcasting the game. You know. Plenty well, why don't you do come it. back and do that again, Neil? You were so great a hundred years ago doing those UM games. Yeah. I still think you and Zagaki are the team. Future of the. You really wish that on me, huh? The Hurricanes baseball. I thought you were my friend, and come to find out, you're an enemy. Me and Joe Zagaki. Only in South Florida. You know, you think about major markets. Although, you know, Ken Singleton and the David Conehead, that's the Yankee broadcasters. The New York Yankees, the Steinbrenner family, this is the best they can put on the air. It's crap like that. A couple of semi-literate ex-jocks. Jesus, God Almighty. And they started in 1963 when CBS bought the Yankees from Del Webb and Dan Topping. 1963. And they had probably the best trio of baseball announcers who ever worked. Mel Allen, Red Barber, and um, Jim Woods. And they fired all three of them, and they put on Joe Daggiola, Phil the Scooter Rizzuto, and Jerry Coleman. Three impossible ex-jocks. Get a check! Yeah, Joe Daggiola is so illiterate that it, it scares me to think of it. That he made millions of dollars, and you know what business he made all his money in? What's up? The radio business. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh... Neil, yes. tell, Zach, tell Zach to explain to you how, how good of a friend he is to Juan from Little Havana. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, that was it. That was his material. I guess he got tickled himself, maybe because his boyfriend's got his finger deep in Wrecked his... Wrecked him. Maybe tickled his colon a little bit. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes. Oh, that was it. That was a good call. 
I think somebody grabbed his instrument from him. Oh, no, as a matter of fact, look what happened on the phone. Let me just see if these are... Yeah, something. So we had a phone fart there for just a second. Haven't had one of those in a long time. When they, we used to get that at IOD. The people from uh, Bell South hated us like poison. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the uh, the guys that worked the line, they would, like, chop... They would just chop the call off in, in mid-sentence. That's not very nice. And all our lines would get just... I mean, I can't prove that, but we knew it. You can, you can feel it. You can smell it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Bell rhymes with... WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. I don't understand. DA gets a zero rating at night. Are they putting them on the morning to bring a zero to the morning? Yeah. Well, we like spreading it around. He's the worst sports show because that guy just talks sports. He's not a personality, and he doesn't do any, like, info entertainment like the Jacks does. Like Jax does? You want Jax on in the morning? Is that it? He was already on in the morning once. How'd that work out? Jax has a personality, though, and he does, like, that info entertainment stuff. Which is oh, crazy. my God. Are you, are you kidding me? Do you, do you really think you're going to peddle this to me? Listen, you're number one, then Mad Dog, then Joe, and then everyone else. Forget about it. Okay, I'll forget about it. I'll forget you said that. There's a guy pumping the jerk show. He had to be kidding. I mean, he wasn't snickering or anything like that. He wasn't chuckling, but I'm sure it had to be a joke, didn't it? He sounded serious. 840 votes on Chris's poll. He's jonesing for those other 10. Let's go, people. <laughs> 841. All right. They're trickling in by the ones now. His name. The best talent. This is Rogers. Sports News 560QAM. The sports leader. Did he tuck it or did he cock it? Uh, Jimmy and Danny, uh... Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. 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 Situation. Oh, yeah, uh, Jimmy and Danny. David Woodley. Jimmy and Danny. We'll be back with more about Jimmy and Danny after this word from Ballyowans Apartments, where every apartment comes with its own frigid air. Okay, 146, 14 till 2, with its own frigid air. I love that. Don't you love that, frigid air? Mm-hmm. Betty Furness used to do TV uh, spots live for uh, frigid air. Betty Furness, old the bag. She was a, a commercial pitch lady. Oh, was she cute? And I bet you it's on you Choo-choo. somewhere where she was doing it. Maybe it was not, I don't know what the brand was. And she tried to open a refrigerator door and it wouldn't open on, on live TV. And but, she was struggling, struggling, couldn't open a damn thing. That's terrible. That's not yeah. yeah, that's not good. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and call me. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, I'm saving the best call for last. I hope you had a nice vacation, did you? Quarter schlock guy. It's an a-hole. No, it is a-hole. 
Quarter right, slot right. guy. I just got back from vacation, Neil. Let me say it again. It's the quarter slot guy. Yeah, I just got back from vacation. I... We don't care. Go on permanent vacation, okay? Maybe Steve Tyler will take you on permanent vacation, but I doubt that he'd get near you. I don't think he'd get near enough to smell you. <clears throat> 847 on the poll. We only need three more votes. Wouldn't it be a shame if we fell a little bit short? We'll do it. This is on the 22th of July. Now, I'm... I'm really, because basically we got through this pretty quick today, painless. Good, some good calls today. Not a lot of them. We had three ladies. As Joe would say, how are you doing with the ladies? Does he have a problem with his L's? Maybe. Because he says the Marlins and ladies. <coughs> Joe's got a little bit of, you ought to work on that with him when he comes back from vacay. I'm writing down notes. And tell DA to quit saying vacay. Why, why does he say that? I don't know. Did you notice that this morning? Yes, I did. He must have said it About 30, man. times while I was listening. And I sure hope Chris don't get in any... Oh, that's right. I won't be on again until Thursday. George will be back till thir by Thursday, won't he? We hope. Won't he be over this uh, latest drug problem and seizures he's having, whatever's going on with him? Now, why you got to say that? Why do you got to say what? Seizures. I, it's, uh, I, it's just, uh, you know, a now joke. You people calling him to see if he's okay. Well, good. L let these people care about him a little bit, Okay. Quit caring about me so much and start caring about George. Because George has got issues, you know, like life. Like Joe Bell don't want to pay him any money. He just loves the job George is doing filling in. George is the best. He's the real intellectual, man. He's the MS. He's the thing. I'm just here today filling in for George. But George, unfortunately, is doing way too many drugs and screwing around way too much strange. So who am I filling in for if you're filling in for George? That's, that's a good point. I'm I really thought you? about that. Yeah, that's right. You're filling in for me. Okay. Excellent job, by the way. Thank you. You didn't have much to say, but excellent job. Well, that's normal. We haven't heard Zachary's story yet. What? We haven't heard Zachary's story yet. What do you mean by that? Well, if he's filling in for you and you read stories. No, no, no. I don't read stories anymore. That's in the past. Maybe one or two, like in the old days. I don't want to do too much show prep. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I was wondering if you heard about that Christian Bale character from the back. Yeah, we already had it on. It's old news. Christian Bale went to jail. Uh, but they didn't want to mess with him yesterday because they didn't want to mess up the release of the movie. They couldn't do it. I had something really important I was just going to pass along, and then this caller just uh, tossed, me, tossed me right off. Oh, it was about lunch. Did you yeah, decide, did you decide yet? I'm thinking deli. What kind? Like what? Like, what like a Reuben sandwich. Ooh. Now, I shouldn't be eating the bread. Oh, and by the way, I've got some good news for you diabetics out there. Sourdough bread, come to find out, has very little effect on your blood sugar as opposed to any other kind of bread, uh, like whole wheat. People think whole wheat is better. Guess what? Wrong. Whole wheat will send your blood sugar skyrocketing. In fact, even white bread is better than whole wheat. Did you know that? Wow. Well, you don't, wow, you I didn't don't. know that. But you better, you better uh, think about it because you're both going to be diabetic pretty soon. What's that have to do with 853 votes? Excellent job, Chris. Well, thank you very much. Couldn't have done it without you. And you know, the professor was asking at the beginning of the show when he finally came out of the closet after they towed away his and his girlfriend's cars uh, about how we're going to do the show today without George. I, I think we did okay. And by the way, the facts you just sent me? Yes. From the Radio Yenta about George does this. And, uh, don't send me any more of those. That, that's the same one we had earlier. It's just a, either a Radio Yenta or somebody who's looking for us to promote some other radio station. Gotcha. Screw off, Mr. Anonymous. There's nothing in the world worse than a radio yenta, a radio groupie, you know? The worst. 
It's almost as bad as Stan Wertheimer, the uh, casino maven. Remember that call, Chris, a couple weeks ago? He was talking about oh, the... Yeah. Uh, I told them, uh, he told the government, yeah. Now, you know he calls, like, the studio line also, or not, I guess the, the office line in here also. Why is that? For what? Like, you'll bring up something and he'll already have been on the air. So he calls up to try to tell me something. And I'm like, I don't care. Just shut up and I hang up on him. But he does it all. Good. Nice work, Chris. Hang up on his ass. But he, he like, tries to explain things. I was like, why are you telling me this? Bye. And just click on him. But he, Good. he still calls. Oh, yeah. You can, he's one of those people you can't insult. He's kind of like P.D. Lenny. You can't insult him. He just keeps coming back. It's like I told, I told this story before. It's very cruel. When I was at Michigan State Summer School in 1961, I was going to summer school because I flunked out all my courses. I didn't go to class. I was busy drinking all night. All right. all right. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah. So they asked me uh, to go to summer school, and I did. And a cat, a stray cat, came my way, and for some reason I took it in. I hate cats. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, I'd be taking a nap or something, and the cat would come up in bed next to me. You know how a cat, like, rubs itself up? Get, oh, uh, eerie. And I, and I would pick the cat up and heave it against the wall. Well, that's not very nice. And it, it would just keep coming back. There was nothing I could do. And that's like P.D. Lenny and uh, Stan Wertheimer. You can't insult them. It's like most of these callers. You can't insult them because they're going to be there whether you want it or not, and in most cases not. Well, I forgot to play the Mickey Mouse thing. Oh, well. For our nice lady. What? Oh, well, what? we still got time for yeah, one. Time. Right. Now, is there one of them that's like a two minutes? See, that's the problem I have at the end of the show every day. Mickey calls Eisner. I think that one just might do it. Eisner? Mr. Mouse? What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're going to put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs. You are killing me. But, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Street. Hang on. Remus! Remus! Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here! Okay, boss. Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan. 42nd Street is incredible. Uh, you know what? Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're killing me. I'm going through Gaviscon like Pez. We're just scouting areas. Calm down. Listen to me, butt munch. Don't tell me to calm down. We got lucky with Lilo and Stitch, $128 million. Now, you're trying to ruin the whole network. What kind of programming are you running? Hang on a minute. Uh, Remus, yeah, you've got bluebird crap all over your shoulder. <laughs> Clean yourself up, for heaven's sake. And turn off the vacuum cleaner. Okay, Bob. Good God. Sir, the network is fine. Why couldn't you come up with American Idol? Good God, you're still running James Bond movies. They're 60 years old. Why don't you just put Steamboat Willie on and be done with it? At least then I'd make a couple of damn dollars. Well, the, the movie division's fine. You mentioned Lilo and Stitch, and now we have the new M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out later oh, this summer. Oh, I know, signs. What the hell does that mean? Stop sign, yield sign. you got to start swinging some of these titles past me. Please. Remus. Remus. Can't hear you, Bob. I know you can't hear me, Remus. Get out of here, Ravens, and take that blue 
yes, sir? I'd be very careful the next time I started my car if I were you. What, what, what do you mean, sir? I'm about done with you. What? About done. What, sir? I'll put Hannah Storm in your job. But, sir, I'm You are terrible. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll put Remus in there. I'd you like to be president of Disney, Remus? Uh, oh, my. What a wonderful day. <laughs> Get out of here, you nutbag. Bye, bye, bye. I like the cream to myself. Oh, no, by the way, I have a safe trip to Toronto. For Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I just think what he said was stupid. <laughs>